RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up? All right, we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out and joining Therapy for the Resistance. This is, it really is. We need it. I know I need it. Maybe, let me speak for myself. I need it. I'm doing a show tonight because I need it <laughs> mentally because we have to get together. This isolation sucks and it only proves what I, what we, what we say on the show that human beings are interdependent. We know this, uh, you know, we're not saying anything uh, unusual or not common knowledge, but you see it, what it, it just proves that everything the Republicans, everything they build their bull crap ideology on is, uh, is, is baloney. And they have to, they have to lie and manipulate and divide people in order to advance that ideology, which is a, it's an anti-human ideology and is also inhumane that's for sure we are uh i mean e pluribus unum is is the heart of the human experience really out of many one we stick together we win that's the that's the motto of this show and you know what there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with it. All right. And also, uh, I think it would be a certainly more a life-affirming and more peaceful existence if other, other less evolved human beings kind of caught up a little and joined in, uh, in this thing, this little blip of time we're trying to share together. We don't, who needs this? We don't need this crap. And um, all right, let me get into it. You don't, okay. A lot of stuff going on in my mind. They all want to come at it at once. But so first, let me do the plugs. This is Tara Buster, unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. And, you know, uh, we need patrons. Okay, we we just lost another two today. It doesn't it really hurt. (laughs) I don't want to take it personally. Because I don't know, you don't know what's going on in people's lives. I don't know. So I certainly hope it's due to um, due to something I said, not not a uh, problem, a financial problem. But if you can, if you're if you're able to become a patron at Patreon.com/slash Tara Devlin, please do to keep this show going, if you want or not going (laughs) if you don't want i get it oh well there's a lot of people out there there are a lot of other shows to choose from so i and i mean everybody's getting stretched um and also especially liberals because we don't have big moneyed benefactors so everywhere you go you're being inundated with calls to support i get it too i know but um yeah, I I mean, I, we talk about it on the show, but I don't think you guys disagree that 
we won't win without a liberal media. That's all I'm saying. Whether somebody watches this show or comes to this show or another show on this kind of platform or another liberal talk show, that's that's what we want. We want what um, what the what the billionaires knew years ago when well after Bill Clinton signed the Telecommunications Act of '96 and created the silos of information and also laid the groundwork for Fox News, which is not news, it's basic propaganda, and Rush Limbaugh and the rest and the like, who their entire job was to turn the American people against each other, especially along racial lines. And the last show we were talking about the 1600s, how race is a construct, and it is. And that's why I I try to say, (laughs) sometimes it's hard to avoid it. Uh, Instead of African-American, we talk about darker pigment. It's so, uh, it's because it does kind of highlight the ridiculousness of this distinction without a difference. There is no, there's no uh, multiple races. There's the human race. Some people have blue eyes, brown eyes, whatever the hell, eyes, no eyes, others, I'm just kidding, I don't know, whatever. And um, some people have the pallor of of a corpse walking I, you know what i mean casper i like to i like to think of casper cuz he's cute but i mean even casper used to bug me when i was a kid cuz i was like this is like a dead child De- casper the little dead boy the little dead boy i mean it's a little sick casper the ghost okay well we'll we'll talk about that another day it does feel like my therapy session right now so, um, so what was I saying? Yeah, without the liberal media, we're done, we're sunk, it's over. And the fact is, we're in this boat because the Republicans, they knew that. And they invested in their propaganda outlets. Now, the thing is, this is not propaganda. What's propaganda? It, it is, it used to not really be a, uh, a loaded term. In fact, I think it was, I think even Joseph Ger- Goebbels called himself a propagandist, but they, but it wasn't negative. It, it didn't have the same negative connotations that it does, and, and clearly, it's slanted. Fox News is not news. When we talk, when we talk about things on this show, if I make a mistake, if somebody points it out, we we rectify it. We're not here to what uh trick people but that's what the fox news people are doing (laughs) they argue this in court they argue um the well they want the right to lie they really shouldn't be called news and there shouldn't be there this false equivalency and the last time we were we were talking um, we were, uh, I, I mentioned something I saw on Ari Melber's show on MSNBC, and it was the first time I ever saw anyone point this out, that the, one of the big problems, this is why I'm concerned 
besides everything else that sucks, is the the Democrats themselves. The Democrats are, it seems like they, they have a vested interest in playing uh, an act or, or acting as if democracy is functioning as it should. That there are two political parties in this country and they're both dedicated to a more perfect union. They're both, they both want an economically vibrant working class majority, which is what is necessary for a functioning democracy. And, well, but they just have different ideas how to get there. Those days are over. If there, if they were ever, if they, if they, if we ever had those days, not in my lifetime, I heard about those days, but my entire lifetime, I've witnessed firsthand the death of the, of the American middle class. I've lived with a Reagan Democrat, my father, when I was growing up, who was a teamster and, we, and I've shared before, he was a garbage man and he was in the Teamsters Union, but he he supported Republicans. He voted Republican. My aunt told me when they were younger, my father had eight brothers and sisters, and they were all Democrats and still are. They're normal people. It it um it it makes me feel good when I go and I see my family, which I haven't done in a couple of years now, right? Uh, but and we talk. I, my, my, uh, my uncle who passed away not too long ago, who was, I think he was, he was 83 or four, but he, he's strong Democrat and we would get together at family occasion and all gather around and just talk about the insanity of living in this country, living in the United States of serfs and lords where especially during the Trump, the so-called Trump disaster, it's depressing to have a con man running around telling lies to mother effers who are, to, who are so damn stupid. But it's almost not their fault because they're, they've been primed for years. Now, you and I aren't morons, so... We, it's like, I feel like we've taken the, what is it, the red pill or the blue pill? And we see, we see the scam, the game. Hold on, that doesn't, that's unnecessary. Hold on, I don't need that. What did you do? It's very loud, too. I have to lower it. It's just our timing. You know. I'm telling people who don't know the show. But... Okay, here, I just want to play this one thing that pissed me off. This was from, I, I stole it from the Ari Melbler show. And this is just something that we can start our conversation around. Things that, in my mind at least, uh, contribute to our politics being more polarized than people actually are. The balkanization of the media means that we just don't have a common place where we get common facts and a common worldview the way we did uh, 20, 30 years ago. And that just and keeps why? on accelerating. Why? I'm not the first to observe this, but yeah, you've got the Fox News, Rush Limbaugh folks, and then you've got the MSNBC folks. Oh, they're you've the got same. The 
Fox News, Rush Limbaugh folks, and then you got the MSNBC folks. The choice of what political coverage the voter looks to has as much impact on as what they believe, whether it's uh, MSNBC or whether it's Fox. You, th- this drives me insane. No one has more of a, it seems, more of a vested interest in rehabbing the Republicans than the Democratic Party. The Republicans are, they, they don't care. They're on the crazy train. And it's not, it's not going nowhere. It's going to an autocracy. That's the next stop. Next stop, autocracy. A greed-centered, kiss-up, kick-down, fake-ass democracy where we will all waste our time pantomiming a, uh, a, a democratic republic. It's going to be, it's, uh, of course, well, I will probably still go out and vote. But if the, if the Republican cons are successful in their coup, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a sham. And everybody knows it. For the first time in American history, which is like a blip on the in the scheme of things, the um, the American whatever America is now a backsliding democracy. Why isn't that on the tip of Barack Obama's and now President Biden's tongue? Why? 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 They have to go out there now. Now the the clip from Obama, of course, was a few years ago, but the uh, the Biden one is new. Him saying you got uh, Fox News on one side and MSNBC on the other. Fox News, which is not news, which makes its viewers less informed than people who watch no news at all. That's Fox News. Why are they elevating it? It's They are enabling it. They're validating it. Are the are the Republicans doing the same? Is this favor returned in any way? Of course not. Meanwhile, the Republicans are spreading their lies and seeding the ground for fascism. And it's here, pretty much. Well, not completely, you know. Um, the midterms, time will tell. Thanks, Kristen Sinema and Joe, Joe Manchin. But, uh, come on. Look, look, here, I'll play this. I'll show you the clip. Here's the Ari Melba. And thank you, guys. I see your super chats. Thank you, Richard W., for your super chat. And thank you, JD, for your super chat. Thank you for the feedback. Sounds fine. Looks fine. Hello. Hello. All right, where is this? I don't know. I hope people aren't dropping their patronage because I suck. I don't say uh, the show sucks anymore. I don't. I, I used to say that. It was kind of a self-deprecating humor. But it was also a sort of, I don't know, I guess releasing some kind of stress or something. Fear. Expressing a fear. Many truths are said in jest until... Someone contacted me, one of the viewers, listeners, saying, stop saying that. And I realized what she was saying was 100% right. It was saying the show sucks is sort of like saying um, she sucks, you know, for watching it. And that's certainly not what I feel. 
my it's it's just it's my shit it's my whatever it's my low self-esteem it's my fears and whatnot my fear of inadequacy you know what i mean so what what am i doing now i am here we go no not that one that's the restream capture Okay, here we go. Um, these are just some clips from Fox News. I'm, of course, I stole this from the Ari Mel Melber show. Where is it? I'm just playing it off the screen, so forgive me. Where is these Fox? I'm just looking for the Fox News clips. Here we go. This is uh, both sides, both sides election, even though the network's own decision desk counted up what everyone else found, the ballots that Biden won. Some of the most brazen acts of voter fraud to date. We there actually is evidence of fraud. Sworn affidavit saying people are forging you signatures. Liars. Tampering allegations Absolute to the, the dead people voting. Fraud. Kind of dead people voting. On their part. stories about dead people voting. Wow, amazing. What dead people? Prove it. Show us. Show us where did the dead people vote? Because you got to sign in when you vote, right? That's how they, it's a, what is it, biometric uh, identification. It's actually more, uh, it's less susceptible to fraud than an ID because people can make IDs. We had this signature validation my entire life. I'm sure your entire life. All of a sudden, Republicans, uh, when they went full tilt boogie fascist, that's not good enough anymore. Like, we need to put uh, build these insurmountable barriers. And like, for example, in Arizona, in Kristen Cinemas, in the state that Kristen Cinema pretends to represent, they one of the laws requires a passport and fingerprints to register. So forget about your college get out the vote drive or setting up a table and just doing your civic duty. The Republicans are poisoning this country. So nobody wants to be involved in politics. The and and the only people who will <laughs> who um, have the desire to navigate the corruption will be just as corrupt. They, they will love the corruption. They will be con men like Trump. Trump is a con man. I can't take it. I cannot take the false equivalency. He's a danger to this country. He's still out there lying. All of the crimes, this... This tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-wannabe, everything that sucks is him. I mean, there are no redeeming qualities to that monster. But he's out there committing crimes. He's allowed to, right? He's the former president. Give me a break. He's a, he's a citizen like the rest of us. He thinks he's a king. He always did. And these Republicans, that's why they want an autocracy. They want a king. 
as long as he's white, of course. But this king will, of course, not do anything for them, not create uh, a more perfect union. Forget your socialist security. Forget your socialist Medicare, you friggin' hypocrites. That's out the. That's that's not. Please go go die. Your billionaire masters need more zeros on their bank account that they will never spend. But that's the way God wants it. That this is on the. This is coming back. That's the system the founders rebelled against. Enough, Democrats. Stop. Stop with the validation of these filthy fascists. Because on one hand, we're hearing how the Republicans are an existential threat to democracy, and they are. And on the other hand, Joe Biden is inviting them to the White House to discuss his Supreme Court nomination, possible nominations. Because we have to, we got to appear bipartisan with the traitors, don't you see? Just like in the 1860s, we have always made concessions for these right-wing freaks who hate democracy. They've hated it from the inception. They were the loyalists. These were the, uh, uh, if we were back in the, uh, in the days of the founding, they would be forming loyalist militias. That's what the, the patriots had to deal with. It wasn't just, oh, okay, now we're going to rebel. A lot of people didn't want to rebel. Uh, some left. They went to Canada. They went back to England or went to England for the first time. But others, they formed loyalist militias and they harassed the, the Continental Army. They were the traitors, filthy traitors, as always. I mean, uh, but back then, I guess you could might forgive it because this is the only system they ever knew was autocracy, was intergenerational aristocracy. And they needed, they need it. Especially when they're holding human property. That's the thing. That, they were afraid. Well, I mean, England didn't have uh, slavery at the time. But, I mean, it's a complicated issue, of course. And one of the, I think one of the, that's what they, they offered the um, people of darker pigment if they escaped their their bondage um that they would be they would be given um british citizenship if they fought for for the british and many did but um yeah we have a a very complicated history of course about race but the republicans you notice what they're doing this is black the first day of black history month which is american history that's black history. It's American history. But they don't want to know that history. They want the cartoon caricature of history. Just like Ted Cruz salivates over Russian military advertisements. Remember we played that ad and he didn't want um, the American... He didn't like the American military advertisement because it, had, it featured a girl, a female who had, uh, I think she was, they said that she had two mommies. But she was, of course, old enough to sign up. And she signed up 
And Ted Cruz didn't like that. He wanted the one, he thought that Russia's advertisement was masculine. He, he wanted to get right down on his knees and start, start uh, doing what all Republicans do to Trump's lie hole. Just go down and go to town on it. I, I, and it's, it's a reflection of how sick they are. They don't have the fundamental maturity to function in a democracy. That's it. That's why they want the caricature. They want a uh, bl- smoke and fire and explosions, like little baby boys who never grew up. And now they want, they need shit to be, they just throw that money in there, wherever. Throw it in their pockets, up their ass, in their mouth. Fill them up. They don't care who, wh- wh- they don't have any high principles here. This Republican Party? Are you kidding me? Principles? Look at their standard bearer. A scumbag. A con man whose only mission was to was to siphon as much money as he can out of people. People who are actu- who actually work. People who are decent, uh, retirees. Oh, um, America. Family values and all until you're living in a rent-controlled apartment in one of Twitler's buildings that he that he friggin' got a loan from the bank and bought, and they needed well, and they were still giving him loans, and immediately he needed to start harassing the tenants who 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 weren't paying. It was it's not that they're not paying in New York City. They have a certain amount of apartments in every building have to be for low-income tenants. Now, th- th- just that alone, the fact that we have low-income tenants, meaning we have something here called the working poor, which is another disgusting, vile thing that shouldn't exist in a democracy. And funny enough that no one ever calls it out. No one in the ivory tower calls it out. They like it that way. Reaganomics was was built to create this working poor, this divided and conquered working poor where the American people are working their three uniquely American low-paying jobs, can't save $400, and you ask them and they think they're middle class. That's how bamboozled they are. Suckers. Suckers. That's why Hannity... The stupidest man in television and t- and Tuckio Rose, traitor, the traitor, the 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 anti-American, Amer- uh, horrible trade. He's a traitor. He's a friggin' traitor. They are misleading their dupes because the 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 you know how they get in. They get in to as um, VP Henry Wallace said, the fissures of disunity, but in they go into the, they, they get them by their racist balls. They have racism right, running right through their veins. They're fearful, they're tiny, they're cowardly, and no one, they, they think that, well, here's the thing, um, Republicans are encouraging that, the ones in leadership, they don't want an educated populace. 
an educated populace doesn't vote Republican. Look at, I mean, just look at these two slimy snakes, liars, who, again, like I said, 10 years ago, like Ari Melber said, thankfully, someone in the corporate media finally pointed it out that Fox News isn't news. That Fox News, so-called, makes its viewers less informed than people who watch no news at all. If this were the days of Edward R. Murrow, these two jokers would be, they would be axed. If that study came out and they read, oh my God, the viewers of this news channel are, are being less informed. They're malinformed and misinformed. There would be mass firings if this were an, a legitimate news company, but it's not. So I dare, the, oh, so the other, oh, what did I just see? Uh, oh, maybe it was here on one of these clips. I was watching all these clips of these assholes and Hannity said that um, he, he was, so one of their big um, whipping posts, so to speak, I guess it's not a great term to use, uh, but they, is, they attack Joy Reid. I mean, I have my own things to say about her, but in this, not, not in this way. I mean, whatever. We know years ago she wrote some very homophobic articles and whatnot. Anyway, she's evolved. But the Fox News propagandists are calling MSNBC propaganda. That's the way it goes. That's why fascists do. Like Trump said, don't believe what you see or read. Believe what I tell you. And they're calling Joy Reid a propagandist. So let me ask, where? Show me. Show me. Or, or anyone. Show me where Rachel Maddow is saying something incorrect. And if that's the case, we know what happens because MSNBC has, for it may be corporate media, it's capitalist media, certainly not on the side of the working class for, for the most part, they, there's accountability. If something is, if they say something that isn't, that's wrong, they correct it. That's how you do it. You, do you ever hear Fox News correcting it? How about... Well, well, let me just finish this one, and then we'll... How many dead people voted? Interesting story None. about dead people voting. None. Wow, amazing. Uh, what free and no. fair elections we all have confidence in. You son of a bitch. I don't know how I can't... I can't how, am I, how am I expected not to use profanity listening to this? And Newt Gingrich? Who, they all know better. Guys, we know this. We know they're lying. They're purposefully lying because they see blood in the water. And that blood in the water is our democracy. And they see, they've been wanting to overthrow this democracy. They look at Turkey and they salivate. Everything, uh, I mean, Trump had Mein Kampf on his nightstand, according to his ex-wife. He's never denied it. Come on. Why would she say that? Of course he did. And the other day I was watching another documentary about Hitler. And, uh, you know, I had this very 
strange and uh, upsetting premonition that this can happen here. <laughs> and there will, and maybe in this, in a future where the Democratic Republic is drowned in a bathtub, like Republicans always wanted to do. But in that future, Hitler will be um, elevated. And, you know, I mean, it's all a matter of perspective, right? We know the Nazis love, they still love Hitler. What was, there was just a Nazi rally. Right here, Nazi rally. Wow. Look at this. Yeah, two days ago from the Jerusalem Post. This is a quote. The Jew is the devil, quote unquote. Neo-Nazis rally in Florida. Jew is the devil and Jews rape children and drink blood. Where, what, what year is this? Where, where do we live? Jews rape children and drink blood were among slogans chanted at a rally in Orlando held by the National Socialist Movement, which has nothing to do with socialism. Republicans, read a history book. Fascism isn't socialism. And it's certainly not democratic socialism, you dumb Nazis. This is who they're activating. Then they like it. They want... They want a race war. They don't care. You understand this, guys? I know you do. They don't care who is out here fighting and killing. These pricks don't give a shit if toddlers are murdered by assault weapons in school. Can you believe that? Even saying it is vile. That You think they give a crap? if the American people are killing each other over lies, you know, the normal people aren't arming themselves. You know what the normal people are doing? They're building a democratic Republic. They're going out there. They're making their case. They're, they're knocking on doors. They're building coalitions, trying to save this democracy, trying to run candidates and whatnot. And these assholes these nazis are out there with their lies and look they're emboldened these cretins incel cretin monsters morons um now who who let them out of the closet who let the dogs out no offense to dogs who let the roaches out of the roach motel trump and the Republicans, Mitch McConnell, I don't give a crap. Now we're hearing today that they um, are criticizing Trump at his rally because he said, at, at his Nuremberg rally, the latest, he said that he, that he would pardon the fucking traitors, the seditious conspirators who were um, stockpiling weapons, across the river so they can bring them into D.C. at a moment's notice and start effing killing people. Oh, well, who, who planted a pipe bomb? Well, both sides, both sides, right? He did Republican and Democrat, both sides, both sides. So, but he said he was going to pardon 
the the traitors. Yeah, and everybody pointed out, well, I thought it was Antifa. I thought it was Black Lives Matter. I thought it was the FBI. Who is it? And you're going to pardon them? You're going to pardon Antifa? You're going to uh, uh, you're going to pardon the your enemies, the enemies of the people. You know who's the enemy of the people? Any any fascist prick who calls the press the enemy of the people is the enemy of the people. You know who's the enemy of the people? Fox News, so-called, is the enemy of the people. They're not news. They're absolutely not news. A Nazi salute at a neo-Nazi rally in Kansas City. These these assholes. Can you? I, I, I'm just stuck on this. I can't believe where I live that I have to share the same blip of time with these morons in the same country as they drag it down to their level. What are they... What do you think they're doing? These, I mean, in order to become a Nazi, you have to be a very sick person to begin with. You have a sick soul. And the Republican Party, in my opinion, is really is a soul sickness. That sickness, that sickness is greed. These, I mean, of course, these idiots are probably living hand to mouth, if that, but they're the dupes. These are the useless idiots in the class war. And the Republicans are turning it into a race war. It's a, it's a class war. And these idiots are, they are the useless idiots cheering their own demise. All because they don't want to share. They don't want to share a country with people who have darker pigment. That's how normal they are. Sick. Unfriggin' believable. Participants at a neo-Nazi rally in Orlando, Florida, on Saturday, waved Nazi flags, shouted anti-Semitic and anti-black slogans, according to the NGO StopAntiSemitism.org. The rally was organized by the National Socialist Movement and was live-streamed on the Prick Party's website. The Jew is the devil. The Jew, Jews rape children and drink their blood. Jews brought slaves here. Oh, you're being... Um, you're, you're not racist at all. Totally not racist, right? Because you're saying uh, both sides, both sides or something. A horrific anti-Semitic, anti-black rally is happening right now in Orlando, Florida, orchestrated by white supremacist Eddie McBride and his group, these pricks. Why are the local PD allowing this? Let me see how many pictures she's got there. Of these assholes. Come on. Doesn't look well attended. I'm sure, oh well, there's a handful of assholes. You got a number? Oh look, they have their number. Who are these morons? Oh, their mothers must be so proud. But um, chances are She's just as vile as they are. Let me shut this before it... Come on. 
Wait, wait, wait. Livestream archive was not currently working on the website, but participants chanted. Well, I already said that. I won't repeat it. On January 12th, the National Socialist Movement, the fascist pricks, said it had opened its own live streaming capabilities after losing access to the blog, to use blog talk radio, which blamed it. Um, and of course, they blamed it on the Jews. <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine being in their brains? I mean, I think my brain is messed up. Because I'm, you know, body dysmorphic and all other things. But this brain, they got a very sick brain. The problem is they inflict it outwards on the rest of us, on normal people, on normal society. They want to bring society down to their level because they are incapable of evolving as much as they are incapable of living in a democracy. And Trump let these pricks out of the closet and said, go have fun, boys. I'm going to be over here sucking on the federal treasury like a goddamn lamprey. That's what they do. That's what they all do. That's what Lindsey Graham does. That's what Kristen Cinema does. Oh, she's doing well, by the way, guys. I wanted to bring that up. She's... She's getting a uh, buku bucks from all sorts of Republican donors. They love her. Wait, wait till history gets a hold of her. Wait. If we win. <sighs> Let me see. The, the Nazis have a 25-point manifesto that advocates an American white ethno state in which only those with European ancestry can be citizens. Well, why don't you go the there? Go, get out. That's not this thing, morons. Go, go. Oh, but no, you see, like I said, Republicans, and you better believe they are Republicans. They want all the benefits of civilization, but none of the responsibilities that we have to each other. That's what it is because of their racism. It really comes down to that. They're too dumb and st stupid and malinformed to, to function in a democratic society. They don't like darker pigment. It's because they're so, um, I guess they're so great for so or something. Oh, here he comes. Here comes trouble. Here comes the producer. Come on up, producer. <laughs> Everybody. Tara Jr. Jr. Wait a minute. Oh, that's a very nice applause you're getting, Jr. <laughs> very polite. It sounds like like a polite crowd at Carnegie Hall. All right, now be nice, stay nice, and you can stay, but if you start trying to grab my hand, start pouncing on the keyboard, we're not going to have it, okay? All right, let me go back to this for a second, just finish out. 
free and fair elections we all have confidence in. A, a, a corrupt, stolen election. The election was stolen from you the president. son of a bitch. You son of... Look at, look at the headline there. In two weeks after it called the election, Fox News cast doubt on the results nearly 800 times. What do you think they're doing? You think they're doing it because they believe the election was stolen? Of course they know it wasn't. Idiots. They know it wasn't. Oh, there are irregularities. No, there aren't. Warrants. Prove it. Prove it. I, I'm so sick of them. They never have. They never bring the receipts. Oh, I got death threats. Show me. Let's hear it. Prove it. Oh, uh, it's just Antifa came and they started um, th threatening me. Prove it. Every There's cameras everywhere. Everyone has a cell phone with a camera. You could take amazing 4K video with your camera. Where Everybody has... Do you think no one was videoing when they, Antifa arrived and started death-threatening you? No one asks. No one follows up. I received death threats. Let's hear it. Prove it. I mean, it's so... They, they, are, they are allowed to be inadequate liars. They're not even good at it. They're just blatant. I think the lies are just are so blatant that people are like, who, who is dumb enough to believe it? And the Republicans all stand up. Honestly. Thank you, Mark C., for your super chat. Independent media is where the truth lives. Go Tara. Thank you. And go Mark, too. We're going to have Mark on the show soon. We have to coordinate for his... He has a channel on YouTube that is, uh, is good. It's good for your soul. It's good for my soul. It's called a... Where is it? What's it called again? I forget. A something you? Not a better you. Hell, why can't I? I'm sorry. Write it in the write it in the chat. It's bothering me now. And I'll and I'll plug it again for real. I'm not trying to minimize it. I'm just an idiot. And haven't had a lot of sleep. I don't know if you see this. It's not looking good. So I'm, I look to my. I mean, I do have body dysmorphic problems, but then I see myself, and I'm like, uh, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean you're not being followed, right? This is what I should do on the show, constantly. All right, no complaining. Ow, you little scum. He just scratched me. Really? So much for gratitude. Damn it. A radical you, of course. Sorry, guys, sorry. A radical you. That's right. Why didn't it come up for me? That's weird. I mean, I, I, when I put the first letter in, I thought it would come up. Yes, a radicalu.com. Happiness is your birthright. Time to claim what's rightfully yours. I like that. Doesn't that feel good when you say it? 
That's how you know, I think, that it's, that you need, like your soul is, is longing for it. And thank you, Martin, Martin Screeton, for your super chat. The secret of freedom lies in educating people, whereas the secret of tyranny is in keeping, where, I, I lost it, is in keeping them ignorant. Robespierre, of course. And that's why, okay, let's talk about uh, this. It's today is the first day of Black History Month. And of course, what do Republicans do? They celebrate by claiming, proclaiming themselves the victims of racism. Um, I mean, the balls on them, right? The balls. They got hoppity-hop type balls. They're like, bang, bang, bang. They have no shame. Which we knew. And they, they also have no integrity or honor. Or they wouldn't be involved in Trump's scam. In Trump's clown show. I mean, a bunch of clowns, really. That's what's so... That's what sucks about having to witness the decline of the American experiment. Is that... It's being led by clowns, dumbass clowns. And I have something in my eye. And the, what else sucks is that the, the Democrats seem to really want to make these clowns uh, into normal people. They're, they're modeling good behavior for the clowns. It never seems to stick, though. They're saying, oh, come on over, and we'll discuss the Supreme Court seat. Well... Is that what happened when you shoved Amy Covid Barrett on the court, even though Ruth Bader Ginsburg's body wasn't even in the goddamn ground yet? And uh, it was, I think, eight. It was people are already voting, but I think it was like eight days before the election when, when uh, Trump. I mean, excuse me, when Mitch McConnell. Oh, it doesn't matter. The same thing, really blocked Obama, illegally, unconstitutionally blocked Obama from picking or nominating a Supreme Court justice when it was eight months before the election. These pricks, you see, they have no shame. You have uh, Republicans, you are shameless. And that's, that isn't, that's not the, an ideology that is conducive to democracy see because democracy is an agreement we all have to agree on the rules when you start whittling away at democracy um what do you expect is going to happen start gnawing at the legs of a stool it ain't going to work it's going to tip over and that's where we are. That's why the Republicans, like Martin Screeton, m- mentions education. That's why they're going after education. They're outright calling for book burning. Yeah, they want not just eliminate. We played a clip on the show with the guy saying, I don't care. As far as I'm concerned, just throw them all in a pyre and light it up. And then they were all like, yay. Because they're... They're fascist, meaning they're racist, of course, but they're so, it's so in their bones, they don't even realize it. And no one is teaching them a better way. 
That's why Republicans are all for homeschooling because they want, they don't want a common story. They hate government schools and all of this, really. We're under assault from all sides. It must be an eyelash. Stuck. Hold on. Everything's going off the rails. Hold on. Something in my eye. My eye, my beautiful eye. But they, uh, I mean, everywhere we look, they're assaulting the pillars of democracy. And that's what the Democrats should say. You know, I mean, this is why um, this show is important. I hate to keep reminding you and you and anybody else who can listen. The Democrats need help. They need a kick in the ass. They need help not being um, doormats constantly. I'm sorry, Republican. I mean, I'm sorry, Democrats, that the Republicans don't want to play nice. They don't want to play in the reindeer game of democracy. You can invite them. You can you could give them presents in the form of their disgusting policies right back at them and put them in a bow and say, here, you could put Social Security on the table for these fuckers. But they're not going to they're not going to be swayed from their ultimate mission, which is the destruction of democracy. That's it. I've been saying it for years. They don't, they're unfit. The destruction of democracy and it's the, the veneer of democracy. That's what's going to happen. The world maybe will be fooled. We'll think it works, but all, but funny how only the Republican wins. Give me a break. Time to call them out, Democrats, and stop. Because the Democrats friggin' brought us here, too. And, of course, with the Telecommunications Act, which pisses me off. Bill Clinton signed the Telecommunications Act, and here we are. They created the silos of information. I know, someone confronted Bill Clinton about... I was trying to find that clip, I couldn't... But I remember seeing a clip of Clinton and someone asked him a question. It was one of these, um, you know, where they run into him after an event and they grab him and throw a question out. And they asked about the Telecommunications Act, how, how damaging it was to democracy. And it's been because... Uh, it didn't. It didn't do. What did it do for democracy? It, nothing. It undermined it. It consolidated the rich into the catbird seat of of power in the media. It allowed them to stand with the loudest microphone and bullhorn and pump their bullshit, kiss up, kick down ideology into the brains of racist morons. That's what it did. If there, if we still lived in a landscape, even though I know this last few years and the, the internet, but pre-internet, we were still having this, I mean, pre the internet, the way it is now, we had this problem of media, of consolidated media. It didn't take long. (laughs) It didn't take long for these efforts to buy up all those radio stations and TV stations and 
newspapers in one market. That was the Telecommunications Act. You could any any rich effer, if they have the money, can just just consolidate the message. And of course, <laughs> that's the death knell of democracy. Let me read this. Hold on. Where is this? And then we're going to talk about the Republican racists, of course, and, uh, and their response to Joe Biden saying that he's going to pick someone of darker pigment on, for the Supreme Court, and the Republicans are crying, racist. You know, why doesn't he pick the best person? the most qualified and they're also trying to say that these the women that are in the running are uh they're all affirmative action cases meaning they're there's something wrong with them they sh they're not as good but isn't it funny how according to republicans when if all things are equal they just rise to the top naturally all these white pricks hold on a second here's bill clinton I'm just going to read it. February, if I can talk, 8th, 1996, his statement on signing the Telecommunications Act. Well, not, we won't read the whole thing, but because it's long. Today I have signed into law S-652, the Telecommunications Act of 1996. This landmark legislation fulfills my administration's promise to reform our telecommunications law, laws in a manner that leads to, wait for it, wait, 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 competition. <laughs> Isn't that how they always peddle their bullshit? Oh, it's going to promote con competition and um, everyone's going to love it. Oh, yeah? All it did was consolidate power, turn us into a fascist autocracy, and make this country the, have the widest income gap of all Western democracies. Uh, among other things, competition. Are you effing kidding me? We went from over 50 telecommunications media companies to, to, to six let me see. What, what it used to be five, and now it's six. I guess. Let me see. Who owns the media? I should know this off the top of my head. Media six company. I mean, I remember writing papers about this when I was in college, and I remember when the Telecommunications Act was signed, and how. Um, our communication I think it was like a freshman in college and we discussed um, the damage that this was going to do and you're telling me that Bill Clinton didn't foresee because when he was asked the question uh, how damaging what, what does he think about the telecommunications act 20 years later and how how damaging it's been to our so called democracy and he he told the uh, questioner that, you know, they didn't foresee the damaging effects it would have. They, they, they couldn't predict like 
give me a break, right? Like everything else, they say, oh, we never knew. No one could have known. No one had, uh, we all had a failure of imagination. No, honey, you are caught out there now. It's always been about greed. You are on the Reagan bandwagon peddling greed and doing it in a way that split the party, split the Democratic Party. Remember, triangulation, F you. They still do it. They still do it. Unreal. Do six companies own the media? Let's see, but <clears throat> the big six. Let me see. Here it is. Here's a, a graphic someone made about it. Google? Okay. Sumner Redstone. What year is this graphic? Doesn't have a date. Hmm. Well, anyway. We will still look at it. Take a look at the big six. Who controls the media and what they own? So here we go. National Amusements owner Sumner Redstone. He owns all of this. BET. Oh, look at him. Look at this white prick. He owns BET. MTV. Oh, yeah. He's really a hip with the kids. Nickelodeon. Viacom. I mean, Viacom's a giant media company. He also owns print, video games, and internet companies. Now here we go. Disney, of course. I think that's the the sixth, the, the National Amusements. I think that was a bit newer. Because I used to be able to roll this off the top of my tongue or something. It, yeah, all of the big companies that own the media. So here we go. Disney owns all of that. Well, this is this is it. This is all the media. Six billionaires and their companies and also owning print and that was done away with in the telecommunications act you couldn't own in a in one market you couldn't own a newspaper a radio station and um and a television station there were no uh cross ownership allowed so people had choices they could get different perspectives not just from uh, the the Ivory Tower. Time Warner. Accent Health. That's a... What the hell is that? That's a media company? Warner Brothers, print, investments, video games, music, and the internet. Comcast. Then they also have all this other shit here, like Vox Media, About.com. I mean, there's tons. And then this prick. Rupert Murdoch. The poison... The poisoner. He's He is the snake. You know, like Trump and these fascists like to talk about the snake. That's who they are. That's, that's this guy. And now his son. 
the heir. You see what's happening? The intergenerational aristocracy passed down to your heirs. Just like in the system we rebelled against. It's so funny how this country went through a revolution only to rebuild the same exact kiss-up, kick-down system that we rebelled against. That's not why people died. Oh, God. So sick of them. But like we were talking about I don't know when, but uh, Jacinda Ahern, Ahern, right? Is that how you pronounce it? From New Zealand, the Prime Minister of New Zealand was asked why New Zealand is doing well dealing with COVID and also they don't have these anti-vax morons and, and all these idiots threatening and screaming about freedom when really they're asking for is selfishness not to give a shit about anybody else but themselves, not to be a part of civilization unless it benefits them. They don't want any of the responsibilities. But the prime minister of New Zealand said, well, the reason we don't have this division is because we don't have the Rupert Murdoch media. We don't have the poison flowing into people's ears as readily. I mean, it's still there, but it's not... It's not on the tip of their tongues. It's not in, the, in their press room, I'm sure. There's no Rupert Murdoch media in their equivalent of the White House press room. That's for sure. And there's trust. That's the thing. And it breaks my heart. It really does. Because it makes... It breaks my heart for this country. When you see... The New Zealanders, the way the prime minister talks about COVID and releases information and asks people once again to go home for a week because they had a, they found another case. No one is like freedom and out there acting like assholes. They just go home. And, oh, 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 they're beaten dogs, really? This is what Republicans say. They're not free. Honey, they, we're not free. The, free. the definition of freedom that the Republicans are peddling means it's just, it's the freedom, so-called, to be a selfish prick. There's no social compact. There's no Democratic Republic. There's no e pluribus unum. They must have missed all of that in American history. All they learned is a flag. We got a flag. Then they wave that flag. Well, tie that fucking flag around your eyes or take it off. But it won't matter either way. Excuse my language. It won't matter. I remember during the first Iraq war and everyone was putting up yellow ribbons everywhere to piss me off well whatever i say i i used to say tie a rev yellow ribbon around your eyes it's because that's really what you're doing just non-stop just non-questioning war of choice really oh saddam hussein was what was how he invaded kuwait i don't know we're not talking about that now but there's just no questioning that well Bush Sr. 
he wanted his war and junior learned his lesson that when you have a war you don't you don't do it in a week or two you go right to baghdad and then you use that so-called political capital to go around and try to convince dupes to give some of their some <laughs> wink wink of their socialist security to wall street because that's all that matters greed wall street's greed not not any not your need not the need in this country for whatever pick pick it pick a service that isn't struggling everywhere you look republicans are attacking the pillars of democracy that includes public school that includes that includes the irs that includes social security they every all of these administrations are attacked assaulted and defunded because they don't want any accountability they want they really want a feudal state and if you don't think so um stick around i remember i said that to somebody this was a long time ago when facebook first started and i had a friend once i had a friend once and he i just knew him from local it was he was a staten island guy and he uh, was my friend on facebook and we were talking uh, you know got into a political thing and of course he's a dick i had no idea how much but he was and i remember saying that the republicans are well i didn't call them i called them republicans at the time that they are turning us into a neo-feudal corporate state and he was like you're a brain dead dumbass you know all the the cursing and the name calling but none of no no evidence nothing concrete to back it up just all kinds of names and shit of course i fucking defriended the idiot but that's who they are this is what they do it doesn't take long for these filthy disgusting fascists to immediately go to oh you're dumb you're stupid oh, prove it show me Sh uh, honey if this if the election was stolen i would be right there with you and we would democrats would that's the friggin that's the truth we know that they would be out there we need to get to the dead people voted let's see it if dead people voted they would have signed in right that's how you got to do it show us you goddamn liars you can't show us because you got nothing just like trump network vitamins and trump university you got nothing and your health plan that's coming in two weeks you got nothing Republicans, nothing is what you do, and you're good at peddling it. And, well, really, they're not that good. You know what it is? They're not good. They just have no honor and integrity. So they'll spread whatever lie makes them happy for the minute and um, gets Trump to trickle in their mouths or something, like Ted Cruz. They have no honor. They have no one, just like Trump. He's a horrible waste of human dna and 
that's their standard. But he he's not a great um, political operative. Oh, who among us? Like his uh, his the son that he hates, uh, that is desperately trying to be as horrible as his daddy. So daddy will love him, but he never will because he's incapable of it. But the you know um, they uh, he says that Trump that daddy is such such a great politician oh I can't believe I'm calling myself a politician this is what he says right he ran for president and the first time he ran he won that makes him a genius no honey that makes him a narcissist he has no integrity he's willing to do whatever it takes he's willing he wants to tickle those fissures of disunity. He just saw this broken-ass, kiss-up, kick-down country, and he broke it. He, he grabbed it by those broken places, and he elevated it and amplified it and tickled it nonstop. Just like at his latest Nuremberg rally. What did he say there? When they come for me... Because the, the long arm of the law is coming for him. He's a liar. He's a cheat. He's a traitor. And all and all of those who support him are the same, really. I don't care if it's your mama, your sister, your daddy, your uncle, your neighbor, your mailman, whatever it might be. They vote for the Nazi. They're a Nazi. There are no good Germans here, quote unquote. And, and believe me, believe me, when Trump is uh, finally dealt with legally and peacefully, the trust me, the Republicans will immediately get amnesia. They will all revamp and rehab themselves. All of the douchebags who, when the scales fall from their eyes and they see what a con man he was and what a dupe they are, what a horror show they enabled. They're all going to say how I didn't agree. I didn't think, uh, yeah, I didn't, I don't believe. Um, I never thought Mexicans were rapists. I, I just liked his fiscal policy. What fucking fiscal policies, you dumbass? Oh, the fiscals. Because I wanted to be trickled on. Maybe you got a, you got an issue there. You need to look at that. Go get help. Use Obamacare. Get some help before they destroy it. I just like the fiscals. No, honey, you're a racist and a Nazi. And you're... You're part of the problem. I, the, 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 the good Germans... Oh, I never went for that. Um, Jews will not replace us crap or... Crystal knocked. I was. I thought that was rather unseemly. Crystal knocked, especially when they destroyed Jewish businesses, burned them to the ground, killed people, and then turned around and billed the Jewish people for the damage. That's what they did. What do you think these assholes are doing here? Calling here. Here's Ted Cruz. So Joe Biden promised during the campaign that he will nominate a woman of darker with darker pigment. 
Oh my God, yeah. Could you imagine? Because this is a great melting pot. Republicans are, they're, they're uh, well, see, it doesn't matter what Joe Biden does. If he picked a, a uh, white man like these assholes want, they would criticize him for that. It doesn't matter. You're, it's a losing game. Honestly, that's why I was I was so annoyed when I read today that Joe Biden is meeting with Republicans and Democrats to you know go through the nomination, to go through the 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 candidates. Why? Why are you meeting with the traitors? Oh, because you want to you want to tell everybody all the um, idiots who aren't. Uh, engaged in um, in politics, they don't pay attention because oh, who who wants to pay attention? It's so depressing. I I get it. It's depressing, but this is what they do, and it's it's widely known that Republicans actively and um, they actively create negative ads because they know it will turn people off and they won't want to vote. It's another form of voter suppression. But people fall for it. And that's because of education. If you're educated and some idiot comes in and says, um, you know, the moon is blue cheese, whatever the hell, or dinosaurs walk the earth with man and women, um, you will know that they're, they're full of shit. But if you're somebody, oh, wait, who the hell? Oh, yeah. I was, when I was listening to Tom Harmon today, uh, some man called in and he said that he he was a teacher and, of course, another profession under attack, which is what we're talking about. And the uh, and that's by design. Republicans want to destroy education. So we there's no memory of democracy anymore. It's just like what happened in in ancient Rome. The Roman Republic died when when the Roman Republic died. If you went back in time. And you ask the average Roman, are you living in a republic or a monarchy? They would say republic. Because, and they would say it 300 years later. And it wasn't until 200 years after the death of Augustus that they started to admit openly. No, it's not the first citizen. These are emperors. This is, I mean, it's all, it was like a, it was the open secret. Sort of like how... America's a democracy, even though we are the least upwardly mobile and and all of that. But some um, someone called in and said that he's a teacher and he's sick of, uh, you know, the attacks on teachers, of course. And he said that parents, and he made a good point, parents are already, uh, they already have a say in their child's education, of course, it's called the school board. Some places you vote for the school board. Some places the school board is appointed, depending on the state. But that's that's it. You can't you cannot frame classes around everyone's stupid opinion. Opinions aren't facts. And he said he he actually had someone come in to his class and ask him. If he was gonna going to teach uh, fossils or 
that fossils are millions of years old or whatever. And he said, of course I am. And he said, and the person said that the parent said, I hope you will also include that fossils are a trick of the devil. And the guy was saying, I kid you not, this is what this parent asked me to, and he said, absolutely not. I will not include that fossils are a trick placed by the devil. God, where do we live? People are so dumb. And yet, uh, we do such amazing things. I mean, there's this, the, 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 the wide, I don't even know how to put it. Just the, I don't know, how do you put it, Mark C on the chat? I don't know how the, we're so capable. We're so much better than this. Yet we allow these morons to lead, to lead the non-morons. How? How is a Marjorie Taylor Greene leading anybody? Well, oh, wait, hold on. Here, let me just finish the Telecommunications Act thing. So, of what Bill Clinton said in 96, the act opens up competition. Yes, as we... As we know, it opens up competition. <laughs> Can't get enough of that one. And, oh, it opens up competition between local telephone companies, long-distance providers, and cable companies. Right? It does. <laughs> Such competition between the six billionaires down from the 50. And what about telephone companies? What do you got? You have the option T-Mobile, AT&T. Well, how many? What else? Is that it? Such competition. How many? Let's see. T-Mobile. Alternatives, let's say. What do we got? T-Mobile. Verizon, yes. T-Mobile, Verizon, AT&T. <clears throat> Who else? Sprint. T-Mobile, Verizon, AT&T, Sprint. That's it. And Sprint merged with T-Mobile. So that's gone. So that's three? Looking to cut your monthly expenses? Your cell phone bill is a good place to start. We, and this is where I'm getting the information. Somebody is, they're comparing the plans. Oh, then here's some alternatives. Altice Mobile. All right, Black Wireless. But these are all leasing. They're leasing the, um, you know, the phone effing things. <laughs> the phone things, as they're called. Jesus H. Christ. Oh, um, what do you do? What do you say? I. How can you... It's like I'm living in a time when 
everything I'm saying is coming true, and I hate that. <laughs> I, everything I said back in the day to my father about these filthy fascists, it's coming true. It's unreal. So, let's see. ACT opens up competition between local telephone companies, long-distance providers, and cable companies. It expands the reach of advanced telecommunication services to schools. Really? Really? When? We're still, I mean, in Build Back Better, they had um, broadband, national broadband. Of course, that was effing destroyed because you can't do anything in this country unless some mother effer can get another zero on the end of all those zeros on his bank account. And it's a him, of course. It's a white him, too. Unbelievable. Because everything is greed. Greed is the only value in the American, in this country. Why don't we start saying that? Tell them. Whenever you get, uh, whenever you get to talk to one of your representatives or senators or uh, if Joe Biden, just ask when and why. Why? When can we start having um, a democracy rather than greed? Greed is the only value in this country. Isn't there other things worth living for? Worth worth having a community organized around? You know, Republicans, it's greed is good, right? Altruism is evil because they're sick. That's their hero, Ayn Rand. Altruism is evil. Unless you smoke yourself into uh, cancer and then you suck on the, um, on the socialist programs that liberals created for your ungrateful ass while you... For you spent an entire lifetime calling people who took uh, and were on socialist security and socialist Medicare, calling them parasites. I mean, hypocrisy. It's, it never stops them. They don't care. That's because they know. They know how stupid their dummies are, and they don't even care. That's the other thing. Even if they were told, they've been told not to believe it, and they don't care anyway. As long as they can say the N-word and come out of the closet with their Nazi salutes and go marching with tiki torches, Jews will not replace us. As long as they can do that, they can scream in somebody's face with, while holding an assault weapon. That's freedom to them. That's the kind of country they want. And they're dumb. They've been misinformed. Nobody's even trying to um, trying to educate them and correct them no one uh, that's why it drives me crazy with when they go on about the second amendment oh we have a second amendment you ever hear Joe Biden say the second amendment is not for dummies to run around waving assault weapons it's for <laughs> It's for a National Guard. It's the well-regulated militia. And what part of well-regulated? Don't you monsters understand? Why doesn't he talk like that and bring it to them? What do you think FDR would do? 
He would, he would, I mean, God, if FDR was here, we would smack these bastards with his crutch. Educate them. Maybe it'll get through because people actually believe that. Somebody said this to me. Someone that I, a friend of mine said something about the Second Amendment being there so you could, so the, the government doesn't go tyrannical and you can rise up against the government. That's, that is such a bullshit fallacy right from the balls, the sweaty, dripped balls of the NRA. Why am I saying this? I'm, I said balls like four times now. I'm talking about balls a lot. I don't know why. Paging Dr. Freud. You know, I'm a lesbian. I don't know. All my cats have no balls. I don't know. And I didn't even do it. I didn't take their balls for, you know, to neuter them. I just took them for aesthetics. Just didn't want any balls in the house. No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. That's a joke. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's supposed to be funny, too. Let's see. For nearly two decades, Vice President Gore has worked to spur the creation of a national information superhighway. This act lays the foundation for the robust investment and development that will create such a superhighway to serve both the private sector and the public interest. Well, that's called the Internet. Remember? How they, this is what Republicans do. They vilified Al Gore and they said that he said he invented the internet. He never said that. But of course it catches fire and there's nothing to stop it because the morons will just take it as long as they could say the N-word. And they could keep kicking down on people lower on the ladder. He, he said he was involved in the legislation that created the internet. That's what he said. And, and he was correct. He never said, I invented the internet. This is what they do. And we're seeing it right now with their, uh, their assaults on the yet unnamed Supreme Court nominee. I mean, it's, it's unreal. Oh, it's Joe Biden is such a racist for doing that they're not racist for doing whatever what everything they're doing right they're not racist for stopping obama from picking a supreme or well, nominating a supreme court justice they're not racist for targeting people with darker pigment in their voter suppression campaigns no 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 not racist at all they're not racist for not wanting to talk about American history unless it elevates their fragile white asses to some some fantasy land that never existed. No, no, no. They're not racist. It's it's Joe Biden that's racist. Everybody's racist against them. You see what they're doing? Racism is it's against white men now. That's what they think. I actually hear them say shit like this. Oh, now it's reverse racism. There's no, there's no reverse racism, you dumbass. They, they just don't want to have a functioning democracy. And every step we take, that we try to take, is in spite of them. Everything, including socialist security, including socialist Medicare, all the socialist programs that they love... 
Oh, no, hands off my Medicare. Government hands off my Medicare. They drive the socialist roads. They drink the socialist water. You know, dig a well. Why are you drinking my socialist water? That's a, that's a lot of socialism. Oh, they hate the socialist library. We don't have to worry about that. They don't darken that door unless... There's somebody, some some book that has boobies in it. It has a mouse with boobies. Or there's somebody who's gay. Or there's some other story. Yeah, there's only, because to them, there's, there's, they're totally not racist. The totally not racist Republicans don't want to hear any American experience except the one they approve of. Whatever that is, it's a cartoonish experience. It's not real. Nobody, nobody, <laughs> the one that they're talking about has the cartoonish existence that these morons want to shove down everybody's throats. It, it's, it is fascism. It's fascism. There's, it's not, there's no other term for it. That's what Hitler did. Everything was depraved and, you know, what about the children? So we only can have art that elevates, you know, the, the Aryan. They're going to tell you, if we, you want to have a conversation, they, the Republicans are in it. They want to be in every conversation. They want to be in every doctor's office, in every classroom. Whenever, wherever you go, there will be a Republican with you. Or not, you know, they're not in person, They, but it's sort of like that's what happened in Germany. And actually there was a statement, there was a, uh, it was a saying. Let me see. Whenever two Germans get together or something like that, Hitler's always there. Hitler's always there. Well, whatever. Well, you know what I'm saying. Whenever... Sort of like a, you know, it's common knowledge. Hitler's there. Can't, because you can't have an actual conversation about things. You can't really talk about the state of the world or, pe or the past or the, the, what the future might hold unless you're, you're doing it through the lens of, of white power and white privilege. And as long as people with darker pigment accept that, or women, or anybody who thinks this country, well, the country demands that we all have a seat at the table, Republicans are the ones who can't handle it. That's why they're destroying democracy. Let's see. <clears throat> anyway. Let's see, over the past two, oh, excuse me, three, I can't read, years, my administration has worked vigorously to produce legislation that would provide consumers greater choices. <laughs> He's talking about the Telecommunications Act, right? It, it, that's what it did, right? Greater choices. You could either have fascism or corporatism outright corporatism or, um, you know, 
But really, that's really the choices. That's it. My administration has worked vigorously to produce legislation that would provide consumers greater choices and better quality in their telephone, cable, and information services. This legislation puts us squarely on a road to a brighter and more productive future. How's that working out? How is the consolidation of the media working out for democracy? You see, that's why education is important and everybody should know it because when a politician, even a president says, we're going to consolidate power into the hands of fewer people, the American people should be in the streets. You know, outraged because they understand that this is a, an assault on democracy and we're not having it. Too many people shed blood for this thing. Too many people died. Too many people have sacrificed their last measure of devotion for this thing. And we're not allowing you to undermine it. So, you, so no, you're not going to consolidate the media. You're not going to consolidate a goddamn thing into the hands of the rich. Okay, I want to live in that future, really. I want to live in that present where people understand when... They, I mean, everything is corrupt here because we have legal bribes built in the, into the system. This is really the original... You want to talk about original sins, of course, racism, but... This is the original sin. Uh, it's not even original. It's the sin that was in, injected into our system by goddamn fascists who wanted to consolidate power into the hands of the white, privileged, rich power structure and kick down on people, the working class. They don't want any uppity workers who don't, who, who uh, feel so emboldened that they demand living wages, a, a share, a fair share of the profits their labor makes possible. They don't want to be treated just like pawns or hosts from which to suck profit and discard. Other countries figured this out. You know, they don't, um, in, certain, in other countries, they have a public campaign fund. I think in England, if JD might correct me, there's, there's only a certain period of time. I think it's six weeks that they can show uh, political advertisements. It's, maybe that's Canada. I'll have to look it up. But here it never stops now we're in the friggin midterm and then the president it's never f and stops and that's also a, a, a an assault on us they know that it turns people off they don't want people to vote that's why we have a, an appallingly low voter rate in other countries you don't vote you get fined too in australia they do that it's not a big fine. It's a nominal fine, but it's sort of like an incentive to do it. I don't want to be fined. Pay attention. Go vote. This is your democracy. If, if we don't do it. But there, people have been so 
removed from the process. Just, well, Trump, that's what Trump says. That's what the Republicans say, only I can fix it. That means you don't have to worry about it. I got this, dummies. I got it. You don't have to be involved in government. You know, it's way over your head. I got it. Trust me. Only I can fix it. So you don't need to know. What you don't know may won't hurt you. And what you don't know, fascist prick, Republican, racist morons, is that these Republicans are doing all they can to entrench oligarchy and turn the United States into sort of like Russia, an oligarchy with the veneer of a democracy, and then we'll have a president. Forget uh, the law. <laughs> Forget the, you know, the Republicans changed the law after FDR because they didn't want another FDR again. And before FDR's body was cold, they were looking for their FDR, their fake ass FDR, and they got that in Reagan. Because Reagan took the, um, you know, he took the fissures of disunity. And this is what they did after the New Deal, because the New Deal had racist elements in it. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was 100% correct when she said that the New Deal had racist elements. And then the corporate media, what did they do? I remember watching Morning Joe and they went off on her saying, the New Deal is racist. This is what they do. They conflate, they dumb down. They never explain, they'll just say it. And then they'll show a poll or something. 50% believe the New Deal is racist. 30% don't know what the friggin' New Deal was. 20% is like, what? I got my Trump Network vitamins. That's, it's like, why don't you poll people on their stupidity? 20% think this. 30% think that. Well, why don't you educate them? Where are they getting this shit from? It's not news. It's not journalism. But this is what they do, you know? Let me see. In the world of mass media... This act seeks to remove unnecessary regulation. Oh, you son of a bitch. You know, regulation that protects democracy? Republicans, they don't need no regulation. No no billionaire wants to be told, don't put your shit in our streams. You can't put your coal ash in our streams. Oh, well, Trump said, hold my beer. Right? That was his first thing. That's isn't that what he did? The one of the first the, on his first day in office. It wasn't living wages or retirement security or all that beautiful health care plan, the very special and beautiful health care plan that we were all gonna get. It was gonna be universal health care. He's like, It's gonna be great. I can make the greatest deal. You'll never see in a deal like this. It's simple. I'll just get some people in a room. I'll make a deal. And boom, we all have universal health care. That's what he's promised. He went, he promised that, you know, but they don't want people to, to realize this, you know, the, the, to be educated, to understand the warnings of history to even, I mean, these Republicans don't want to hear the warnings of yesterday. 
much less history. That's what they're talking about. Turning everything that we we want to talk about, the uh, history of people with darker pigment in this country, what the Republicans don't want to hear it. They have turned critical race theory is now black history. That's what critical race theory is. It's anything involving black history. So no wonder. It's not a surprise. They don't want, they think now Black History Month is racist. I hate them. Oh my God, I hate them so much. It's not even funny. In the world of mass media, this act seeks to remove unnecessary regulation and open the way for freer markets. And we get effed. You realize in other countries, they don't pay, um, for example, here in the United States of Serfs and Lords, you could pay like $250 a month for cable. They don't do that in other in other countries. It's cheap because they have actual competition. But do you ever notice? <laughs> you ever notice how Republicans that they, well, they talk about the free market, but they want monopolies. They are the, as Henry Wallace said, the spokesmen for monopolies, invested interests. They they just want to steal. They don't need any regulation. They don't want any laws, anybody looking over their shoulder when they're picking your pocket and kicking you down a flight of steps. I support that philosophy, he says. At the same time, however, my administration has opposed measures that would allow undue concentration of the mass media. Oh, aren't you sweet? Bless your heart. Wait a minute. You, you, your administration, open the way for free markets and you will, but yet, opposed measures that would allow undue concentration of the mass media. Well then, Bill, answer me this. Why do we only have six giant corporations, transnational corporations, owning the entire media in the country? Oh, well, we never foresaw. It was like a a freaking surprise. Whoops, sorry. I have to move the mic. I know it might sound yucky. We were all so damn taken by surprise. No one expected or knew. No one could predict. We had a failure of imagination again. <laughs> oh my God. They don't even have to recycle the excuses. They are confident in the stupidity of the American people. They've worked really hard at it destroying everything. They don't want you educated, guys. That's it. Republicans don't want children educated. They want children at work. Go back into the mines. Go into where your your little fingers can... Whatever you can do with those little fingers, go for it. That's what they want. Because they got to teach those little kids the dignity of work. Who's going to teach them? Oh, yeah, then they'll say, yes. I I actually had, I told you a friend of mine, there was a couple of years ago, there was 
one of these articles where I believe it was Newt Gingrich calling to do something with child labor laws. Undo them, you know. Let me see. Newt Gingrich. They recycle this periodically. They they try to roll back child labor laws, and it's it's unreal. It's fascinating how they get away with it, and nobody's like fascist. But then Joe Biden's like, "Can you come over, traitors, and let's talk about the because we have to pretend that you're a functioning um, dem, small D Democratic Party that you want democracy, even though." You're the majority, save two. Everyone is on board with the with the treason, except the couple. Right now, and everyone, even Susan Collins, who voted to impeach the prick, because he was, he's a traitor. He took taxpayer money, and he, I don't know, uh, bribe, tried to strong arm a foreign leader into announcing a an investigation on a political rival. Uh, and, you know, Republicans, fake news, fake news. Perfect phone call, perfect, perfect con man. Newt Gingrich. Let me see. Child. Well, I know he's a child. Labor. He's also a traitor. Stir, stirring the pot. Of traitors. Oh, yeah, here we go. Look at this. <laughs> Unreal. Here's Washington Post from 2011. Still opening. Wait a second. Why is it taking so long? Anybody? Why is it not opening? Maybe it's old. Too old. Oh, here we go. It finally opened. Gingrich calls child labor laws truly stupid. Uh, did I not tell you? Did I not tell you? He's not the only one. At a Monday afternoon speech in New Hampshire where he unveiled his plan for revamping entitlement programs. Fuck you. Excuse me. Um, Gingrich reiterated his ideas about child labor laws, saying that kid janitors would be, wait for it, dramatically less expensive than unionized janitors. Yeah. Uh, am I, am I, guys, somebody proved me wrong how these Republican traders, show me, show me where they're redeemable. Anybody? They, they are so, they are the antagonist to democracy. They are the absolute opposite of, de I mean, decent, forget about it. They lack the fundamental soul. To, to function in a democracy. They hate it. They hate democracy, guys. They hate it. They want exploitation. They want, like Rush Limbaugh said, some people are just born to be slaves. That's their whole ideology in a nutshell. And they don't want any pesky democracy getting in the way of those slaves because they're not that smart. 
Republicans. They're not innovators. They're not successful businessmen, whatever the hell. They're nothing special. They're inadequate, and they know it. So they need that privilege. They need the head start. And they need the laws on their side, just like what they're doing, like Putin, like all the oligarchs. They just want to steal, and they don't want to be bothered by anybody trying to make them accountable. They want to steal. They want to insider trade. They want to gerrymander you into out, out of existence. They want to treat you like nothing but a pawn from which to suck profit and discard. And worse than that, they want your fellow Americans to agree with them and be part of the problem. They want the same dumbasses in the same boat. We're all in the same boat here on the other side of Reaganomics. Unless you're living in the ivory tower, I doubt you're listening to this show. Unless you're a Russian bot. <laughs> but they want... I mean, that's what's so disgusting about Republicans. They want other Americans to agree with their own oppression. They don't want other Americans to get democracy, understand it. That's why they're not teaching it. That's why they don't want to talk about our racist-ass history or have any kind of reconciliation. Or re you know, part of, of healing the country is recognizing the pain is recognizing the truth. That's it. Like in any relationship. You're in a relationship with somebody and you're saying, you say, so, you say uh, my life matters and they say all lives matter. Fuck off. You'd say, fuck you. I'm out of here. Right there. It's, uh, what that says is you don't matter. Right? That's why we say Black Lives Matter. Because, yeah, if Black Lives actually mattered, we wouldn't have to say All Lives Matter. I know these assholes don't get it. It's too complex. They, they, it's easier to beg a con man for a trickle and he could tell you you're free because you're, you can do the Nazi salute. And uh, no, no bitch like me is going to be able to stop you. You know, no liberal bitch. Woke. No woke. You're not going to get wokeism. Well, let's see. We, we What's the choice? Oh, being awake or being asleep and condoning Nazis? I, I, I think we all prefer to be awake. I certainly do. But they don't want to be... They've never been awake, guys. They're unconscious. That's why they don't want to talk about the history of this country. They just want to stir up the pot, the racist pot, and call everybody else racist because they are. They know how racist they are. They have been called out numerous times, even by judges, saying, this map is racist as hell, you son of a bitch. I think they left out the last part, but look at this shit. I'm not suggesting that they drop out of school and become janitors. This is, oh, well, yeah, he's, he's reasonable, rational Republican. He's a, a compassionate conservative. I love that. 
Remember that? Oh, compassionate conservatism. How quaint. What did that mean? You only said the N-word in private? Is that compassionate conservatism? My glasses are crooked. Okay, whatever. So is my face. My ears are crooked. That's where the problem begins. You don't know the hell I go through when I get new glasses. Why am I not speaking into the mic again? I'm going to have to fix this. I think it's because it's so tipped over. And it's stuck. And I don't want to do it now because it's, it makes that noise. And people are going to get mad and not be patrons like they already are not patrons. Let's see if I lost any in the last hour. Let me see. No, not in the last hour. Didn't gain anybody, but didn't lose. Oh, shit. I forgot to hit play on this one. Mm, we're doing great. We're batting a million tonight. Um... GOP, okay, so he says, I'm not suggesting that they drop out of school and become janitors. I'm talking about working 20 hours a week and being empowered to succeed. Oh, I see. And you're working 20 hours a week at a cheap wage and therefore bringing down everybody's wage because now fully grown adults have to compete with children working... Um, and uh, so-called earning uh, training wages. That's what Newt said he wanted to call it. It's a training wage. And we're just teaching these little bastards the dignity of work, which really you're teaching them that they're nothing but pawns to which they should suck profit, that the rich can suck profit. They, they don't want the little bastards in school. And what are you learning in school? Huh? You going to learn how to think? You might read Mouse and see some boobies. You're going to learn, uh, maybe you'll read The Bluest Eye. The, the, the good thing about these assholes banning books is that they're making people want to read them. Especially young people. Go for it, kids. You better. I know, the future is not looking bright. Here, at least. I am not suggesting that they drop out of school and become janitors. I'm talking about working 20 hours a week and being empowered to succeed. Well, maybe these kids 20 hours a week could be doing something like developing um, skills, adulting. You know, maybe they can get to or social skills. Maybe they should be doing their homework. We, we're not living in um, Dickens land, but... <laughs> That's what they want. You understand? This is what they think uh, makes America great. It's the good old days when kids knew, um, I don't know, when kids, kids could go to work, work in the fields, work in the mills, get their little fingers caught. That's okay. They got other fingers. <clears throat> we're teaching them the dignity of work. GOP presidential hopeful Newt Gingrich called child labor laws truly stupid at a, at a Friday appearance at Harvard University, saying that he would propose extraordinarily radical changes that would fundamentally 
transform the culture of poverty. You know, the underlying message is there. People are poor because they're lazy. Their kids aren't working. Look at this. Look at how lazy they are. They don't even send their little kid into the mine for 20 hours a week. What kind of world are these effers making? This is the kind of world they want. It's a horrible world. And Newt Gingrich, clearly, we know, he's a traitor now. I mean, they're outright traitors. I would have called them traitors years ago. Traitors to democracy, of course. But now they're outright traitors to everything. Everything this country is and tries to be. They are traitors to democracy, traitors to the Constitution, traitors to the American people. Worse than that, the way they have manipulated them, their dumbasses, turn them into act. It's just sto- stochastic terrorism. Turn them into domestic terrorists. We have people riding, running. Um, I mean, driving through crowds in cars, using the same tactics as Al-Qaeda. Pipe bombs, murdering people using cars. This is what Al-Qaeda does, right? These, the, the, um, Islamos, whatever. This is what they say, right? They're, um, they are the kissing cousins of Al-Qaeda. When they look in the mirror, they see Al-Qaeda, except with some Jesus, it's just the Jesus-y version of Al-Qaeda. You don't think they would crash planes into buildings? Forget about it. Of course they would. Gingrich said, this is what he says. I'm reading this article, it's 10 years old, but it's still relevant. Gingrich said that children in the poorest neighborhoods are trapped in child laws. The balls, okay? There's no other word. Really. Trapped. And that prevents them from earning money. Oh, you see, if kids were at work earning a pittance, lowering the wage floor for everyone so that the rich can get richer off our backs, just like they used to do in the guild, in the first Gilded Age when the life expectancy of workers working in, what's his name, Carnegie Steel Mills was uh, about 42 years old. That was old because you would be dead. It was so, you know, there was none of this government coming in and mandating, taking away the freedom by mandating decent working conditions. And then when you got when you were done for the day, you went right up to the company dorm. And there you go. And that's the way it was. Oh, that's Carnegie. And he, the great philanthropist, who also said that it was it was right and just for him to be rich and that his workers get paid nothing and die at, uh, you know, at a, a disgusting rate because... He knew how to spend their money. You know, like a wise old benefactor. He's just a wise man who 
uh, if the people had decent livings and were earning a fair share of the profit that Carnegie was stuffing in his pockets and uh, treating people like just disgusting, not just inhumane, um, if if they were earning a living wage, then they would, they just wouldn't know how to spend it. See, he knew how to spend it. He he did all kinds of philanthropy. Right? This is what Republicans want. They like that. They want us to be like, yes, my lord. Yes, my lady. Oh, it's usually my lord, but yes, my lord. Please trickle. Oh, uh, thank you, my lord. Thank you, my lord, for this wing on the hospital. Thank you, my lord, for for some trickling some books on our schools. But people, you know, this is how stupid people are. They've been propagandized. This shouldn't be this way. I, I've gone off on it before. Even on, even normal people, relatively normal people, will praise, well, well Stephen Colbert, for example, when he, gave all kinds of school supplies to his alma mater, his elementary school alma mater. And they were like, everybody's like, oh, great. MSNBC, everybody did a thing on him, how wonderful it is. And I, of course, I sit there appalled and screaming at the TV, like I do whenever I see a story about how some kid, some paralyzed kid couldn't get a wheelchair because the insurance racket, you know, was like, F you, go drag your, drag your legs around, pull yourself by your, by your arms, go sell apples on the corner, like in the first Gilded Age, do whatever you got to do and just F off. Don't ask, fuck off, right? Well, that's who they are. And well, the, uh, just like that story where the corporate media is like, isn't this great? This kid, this paralyzed girl who was denied a, a wheelchair and others, there's been other stories about kids with who were denied prosthetic devices, or not just kids, old people too. Because, you know, you just got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and grow a new leg. And um, the Republicans, well, whatever, the, what am I saying? The insurance racket is never taken to task for being the disgusting, rapacious, greed-centered racket that it is. And everybody has to pull together. Then we'll hear a story about how the kids at the local robotics team and the, and the local high school found out that the young girl who couldn't walk was denied a wheelchair. So that basically says, like, they, oh, well, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and buy a wheelchair. Why didn't the parents uh, save or whatever? It's because, I mean, we live in a country where the majority cannot save $400. 80% are living check to check. Then you throw a sick kid on top of it. Good luck. Booby, because you're going to need it. And 
the, everybody's going to come. You know, the, the story will be how the community came together, how the kids in the high school built this young girl a wheelchair. It's not a feel-good story. That insurance racket should be appalled, and the so-called journalists should be hunting them down, saying, you have a comment for this? You have a comment, you greed-centered ghost of the Gilded Age, you ghoul? You want to go back to the first Gilded Age? Because we don't want you here. Oh, and then we'll hear a, bit, a story about how somebody got cancer, and then everybody pulled together on GoFundMe, and they came up with enough money so they can get chemo for a whole week. Because somebody's got to get paid. Some rich bastard needs more money by denying care. And here we are, you know, divided and conquered. And that's the real reason, guys. I, I truly believe this. The real reason we still don't have health care, universal health care in this country like every other country is because of racism. It always comes down to that. It always comes, and also the corporate media that validates it, enables it, condones it, tells you, it, it lulls you into a sense of uh, miss, I don't know, is it security? Or it's sort of like it lulls us into a mass hym hypnosis that we are all, uh, that this is normal, that this is the way it should be. It's the best. It's the greatest. How many, how many times do we have to have those stories on, on the news? How great this country is. I love this country. I, this is the greatest country. I just heard on Morning Joe again. Because <laughs> that's what I do in the morning. I get my coffee and I watch that. And it drives me insane. But it's sort of like, you know, a window into the corporate mindset. And... The other day, they were doing it, too. I love this country. Well, I, you know what? I wore the uniform of this country. So um, I guess I, I can chime in here. But I, I want them to explain to me what, what they love. What, what, is, what is to love? Tell me what they love. I mean, do you love the Purples Mountain? Oh, wait. What the hell? Shut up. Why did that just start playing in my ear? Did I ask you to play? No. Of the 50 browser windows I have open, did I ask you to start playing? Anyway. What was I saying? It was a good thing, too. It was good. It was coming out good. It was doing good. Damn it. I was saying that it's too sweet. Ooh. Not be what is it? Not sweet. Tangy. I love it like that. It has a little kick. It's just lemonade. Crystal light. What was I saying? Yeah. Oh, yes. That's what I want to know. This is another thing that drives me insane. And probably th that I pointed out, I, I'm sure it might drive you insane now, too the just the failure of the corporate media to ever explain anything or educate 
all they do is throw things out without context, without background, and they expect everyone. Well, it's that's the that's the underlying message. Everybody knows what we're talking about here. You know, when they say, "Do you like socialism or not?" Everybody knows. They're all uh, the American people are so well educated, aren't they? So of course everybody knows. Or they'll. Say, I mean, it's so ridiculous. But but you see. It is conditioning. But on on this particular morning, Joe, they were saying, how, oh, because uh, they had an author on who wrote a book saying, I think the book is called Go Back to Where You Came From. And this guy was born in the United States, but he has darker pigment and a, and a funny name. And they, um, and he's, his experience of, t- of being harassed but he was he was taking it with a grain of salt but he was saying ever since he was a kid he's been harassed and told to go back where he came from in this nation of immigrants but so he wrote this book and he's like i love america and of course because everybody has to preface their statement with that and i'm just curious what 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 do you love why can't if you love something Tell me what, I mean, tell me why. Can't If you truly love something, you would be able to explain it, right? Like, is it the Purple Mountain's majesty that you love? Uh, I mean, I love, what do I love? I love, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm trying to think. What do I love about this country? Not a lot. I mean, I don't... I love the fact that we're not Afghanistan. Yeah, I'm appreciative of that. I I don't really want to be walking around in a burqa. I'm sorry. And staying at home and being accompanied by a male. I'm glad I don't live... I'm glad this isn't Saudi Arabia. Because that would be a whole other thing. I would probably be beheaded by now I'm sure and maybe that's what the Republicans have in store for me well at least the the oath prickers the oath incels but I just want to know maybe I would love it too point it out perhaps I'm not seeing anything that maybe I'm not seeing clearly that's the point of communication Human beings are storytellers. We are communicators. We want to be, we want to connect. We want to be seen. We want to be heard. So tell me, show me, please. I want to know. I know, okay, because they're like, I love America. And then everybody down the road, yes, greatest country. And Meek is like, I love America. And I'm, I, I've, I don't doubt it, honey. I don't doubt it. You are in the 1%. I think that would be a little different than down here in reality where people are struggling, where you can't go to a goddamn doctor without worrying. If you, if God help you, if you're sick, if you actually are sick, good luck. Good luck. 
every to me um everything's a struggle everything's a battle between humanity and greed it doesn't matter what it is just making an appointment for the doctor i told you i went to the doctor recently after not going for years because you know health care i don't have insurance half the time i work for myself it's not easy and especially when we're bleeding patrons i don't know why what are you going to do i have no idea i don't know what to do to fix it or maybe maybe it's not fixable <sighs> but everything is a battle it is uh, especially i mean you talk about the insurance it's the re it's ridiculous it's stupid unnecessary i don't know how many people i called and everything is what's your insurance what you got what you got oh sorry in other countries all you do you go to a doctor when you're sick you know they're not like what's your copay what's your what's your primary what's your second what's your uh is this in network or out of network what's the coinsurance what's your deductible And we take it. I don't know why. I'm, I get sick of it. I'm sick of it. We're sick from it. All right. Let's go to... I know we're doing a little marathon now. We're talk, well, talking about Black History Month. Uh, to Republicans, it's, it's CRT. Stop CRT Month. I wish they would just, I wish they would just shut up. I really do. I wish, oh, here's the other thing. We have, see, the whole system is set up. This is, I keep talking about this, but I never, I never get to it. But the fact is, I'll just go breeze over it as brian class says because he wrote the book corruptible who gets power and what is it called corruptible who gets power and how it changes us so he and he's 100 percent right so he he studied autocrats all around the world and they and democracies that have fallen to autocracies and there is a way to devise a system that doesn't set us up to have the worst people in power but our system is set up like that you understand guys you know it i mean it's set up because of because of money and politics every now and then you'll get the outlier like a bernie who doesn't take the bribes, but he's, he's definitely the aberration. And, and of course now everyone in the progressive caucus. So they're one of the requirements for being in the progressive caucus is that you don't, you don't, uh, take legal bribes for corporate, corporate legal bribes, just from people, right? Just from the average Joe. And, 
Um, yeah, so instead of being uh, right now, and they don't have the power to change the system because there are so many fat little piggies sucking on that teat, the corporate teat, and I don't want to insult piggies because piggies are good and decent, but the, the, the fact that we have that system with the legal bribes, it is what attracts horrible people because normal people who aren't greed-centered aren't sociopaths aren't uh, hoarders of money and power because they're so inadequate and they they're just horrible at being a human they they don't want anything to do with a system like this and and here we are here we are like a ted cruz that's why we have Ted Cruz. That's why we have Kristen Cinema. This backstabbing phony. Because you better believe that if Kristen Cinema saw a uh, financial advantage in supporting uh, the Build Back Better and doing away with this one filibuster thing, I mean, that's the thing with the. Here's another thing with the corporate media. The whole thing with cinema, not uh, not only is cinema annoying because she's just a narcissist, but the corporate media kept reporting it as if she was sincerely trying to save bipartisanship, which is such a bullshit thing that nobody cares. No one wants bipartisanship. We want a functioning democracy that works for everybody. Right? Nobody cares. If you're doing it bipartisan, we just want, we want to have a more perfect union, right? We want living wages and whatnot. But the system is, if, what was I saying? So this, you know, the system is set up for corruption and cinema, you better believe that if she found um, it more financially beneficial for her to support Build Back Better and whatnot, she would. She would, but you know, money's in the money's in conservatism, as Sean Hannity famously said to Mike Malloy. What are you doing this liberal shit for? The money's in conservatism because they are grifters, and the system is set up to attract them. And anybody who is decent doesn't want anything to do with it. So, Brian Class says there are ways, if we wanted to, we could reform the system. But at this point, of course, the Republicans want nothing to do with it because they're not a small D Democratic Party. And they don't really want a democracy. They want the corruption. They want the big daddy con man trickling in their mouth. Oh, they love it. Some of the Democrats love it too, of course. They, they're the ones that really, ugh. Well, cinema, of course. Buttigieg. He's another one that gets on my nerves. But, ugh, God. So as far as the Supreme Court, <laughs> oh my God, watching the Republicans twist themselves into so many, uh, so many 
shapes. And they were all filthy. Like Susan Collins. Where is that? Oh, did you hear her? They asked her, what's the difference? Susan Collins. What's the difference between Ronald Reagan saying he's going to appoint the first female justice and Joe Biden saying he's going to appoint the first female justice who has darker pigment. What's the difference? And Susan Collins said, well, President Biden did it during a campaign friggin' promise. St. Reagan promised it when he was already president. So that's the difference. Oh, and it also happened on a Tuesday. And Joe Biden, President Biden, excuse me, did it on um, on a Wednesday. Holy hypocrisy. They never stop. And you, it's fascinating to me to watch them come up with the justification du jour. That's what it is. They justify shoving Amy, Amy COVID Barrett on the court. Oh, it's, oh, oh, that's what it was. It's, well, yeah, what's the difference, Moscow Mitch? You, you blocked Obama unconstitutionally, which makes me sick. That's another story. The Democrats, the weak-ass Democrats. Oh, well, I guess they got us there, guys. Oh, well, we'll get them next time. Right, Republicans? Why don't you want to come over? Republicans, and um, we could talk about being bipartisan. <laughs> and then, uh huh. Well, come step into my parlor. Step into my Republican parlor, <laughs> said Mitch McConnell to everybody else. But what was I saying? Oh, yeah. And he said that. The reason he could shove Amy COVID Barrett on the court was because when he blocked Obama, it was because it was the opposite party. And they just, they went through it. You better believe it. They went through everything. They were like, oh, here's what, this is going to be good. Just say that nobody ever confirmed a Supreme Court justice from the opposite party during an election year. Now, that's, that's not in the Constitution. That's not a thing. But, of course, you just need to say it. They don't care, and they say it with a straight face. Because what do they care? They're getting paid, and they don't work for you. None of them do. None of them. Kristen Cinema doesn't work for us. Mitch, Moscow Mitch don't work for us. Susan Collins she voted to impeach the con man because rightfully because he he's a traitor he should be and he should have been impeached numerous other times hi junior be good he's back he's back back in the new york groove but she voted to impeach the con man and 
then they ask her, uh, "Are you going to support?" I uh, I haven't decided. Whatever. You're gonna you're going to support this filthy effing traitor, a traitor who is trying to carry out a so-called third world style coup in the country. It's they're not stopping. Susan Collins is another one. They're all. None of them are redeemable. I don't care if you're Susan Collins or Lisa Murkowski. They're supposed to be reasonable. Um, Romney is supposed to be reasonable. They're not reasonable. They're all lickspittles. They're anti-small-d democratic lickspittles. They're the agents of oligarchy. They're the ghosts of the Gilded Age. And they're back. I mean, they never left. Jesus Christ. They don't, they, I don't understand. They have no dignity. They have no integrity. All of them, they've been mocked, humiliated. Personally, their family have, have been attacked. And on and worse, they they know who Trump is. They know what he's doing, and they don't care. They that it's just unreal. <laughs> what makes it more unreal is that these are the same people Joe Biden is inviting to the White House to discuss. The Supreme Court that, you know, they, they already decided they're not voting for this person, whoever she may be. And you better believe that this, the woman who Joe Biden is going to nominate, you want to talk about qualifications? Now, these Republicans, they're already vilifying the the these nominees the on the short list and uh, and every other list and calling it reverse racism and and saying they're the product of affirmative action as if that's a derogatory thing as if they had not qualified affirmative action was an attempt by the american people the normal people of this country to try to make a more perfect union of course, the fascists, never, they don't want that. They stand in the way and vilify it. And there was, and here, well, here we are. They, uh, they're going to undo all affirmative action laws. You better believe it. And what will the Democrats do? Um, oh, well, they got us again. And, uh, hold on a sec. Yeah, I mean... The fact is, as far as affirmative action, it's not even people of darker pigment who are the the greatest beneficiaries of affirmative action laws. It's women. Women of all pigments. Oh, my God. And Marjorie Trader Greene says, I thought racism was over in this country. This is what they think. This is what they say. They thought racism was over, even though we better not read a book written from the perspective of someone who maybe doesn't have the same American experience as Marjorie Taylor, as a traitor like Marjorie Trader Greene, 
handed everything, family business, pretend businesswoman, flying around the country, effing, uh, effing men uh, outside of her marriage. You know, she openly had, oh, she had, oh, she openly cheated on her husband, humiliating him. One was with her boss, and another one was with a tantric sex guru. Okay. Could you imagine that? Ugh, gross. But, all right, whatever. And they asked this guy about the tantric sex guru, who is a polyamorous tantric sex guru. But he said, they asked him about Marjorie Taylor Greene, and he said, uh, like he doesn't want to talk about her because everything she touches, she destroys. Doesn't that, that's just like a Republican. <laughs> it's incredible. But so they're attacking all of these women and they're overqualified. They're absolutely overqualified. Wait, here we go, Junior. I know, honey. Don't worry. After the show... You'll get some treats, and I'll put you in the bed, and we'll hang out, all right? I know, I know. Ah! You missed me that time. <laughs> He's just a little baby. Yeah, so they talk about unqualified judges, and... They, they they picked a cornucopia of ghouls, unqualified, unfit, racist, Nazi ghosts of the Gilded Age. I mean, ha let me let me let me make you a guarantee right now that the woman who Joe Biden picks to who who he nominates when she gets in front of the Judiciary Committee. She won't be doing this. The letter also says... Yeah, let's forward it. I did not say that. <laughs> this is... He's crying. <sighs> I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Someone here, his name is, what's his goddamn name? Oh, Lawrence Van Dyke. It's right there. He, he's unfit. When he was nominated, of course, he's sitting on the bench right now. Lifetime position on the federal judiciary. This, this sucker, this dude. Tell me you, that we don't have white male privilege in this country when you watch this unfit con man and I'm talking about Lawrence Van Dyke crying at his interview. Well, have you ever cried at an interview? <laughs> You're talking about unfit Republicans? Yeah, they, they have nerve. Unfit is their goddamn, that's their calling card. We're unfit. Give us money. We're unfit. We're going to destroy democracy. That's how unfit we are. Look at our base. Look at the Nazis over here. The morons over there. The dumbasses over here. And then you got the rich. Cha-ching, cha-ching. 
the unfit rich, the ones who hate America, who hate the, who have, I mean, they're just selfish assholes, like Elon Musk, who just tweeted that he's going to pay something, whatever, I don't know, 20 billion in, I don't even know, million in taxes. Uh, He said it in the tweet. So anybody saying I don't pay taxes, it's 3% of his wealth. That's not what I'm paying. That's not what you're paying. But we're supposed to be like, oh, thank you, my lord. Can we have another crying white boy, please? Look at him. How, how dare, how dare. How dare these bastards. I'm sorry. No, I did not say that. I do not believe that. It is a fundamental it's a belief joke. Mind that all Clown. people are created in the image of God. Yeah, right. They should all be treated with dignity and respect. Yeah, they should. Senator, can you commit to, today to, to this? No. Com- he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the one with the fist. Fascist bastard. Can you commit? Can you tell us, crying white boy? That you will be nice. Will you finally be nice to people? Because we have this, um, we have this list of, I think it was over 50 of your coworkers who wrote the committee and said, you're, you're unfit. You're a horrible person. You hate, I mean, you're just a power hungry, unfit scumbag who likes to kiss up and kick down. You have no integrity. Well, that's that is a Repub- That's a calling card. That's that's a plus for Republicans. Yeah, let me see. Lawrence. He was rated unfit, and what happened? The Republicans go out and they start attacking the Bar Association as being um, a liberal bastion. Everything's uh, everything's the us and them, and. They've been doing that for for years. It didn't happen overnight. They primed their dumbasses, talking about Massachusetts liberals and California liberals and New York values, um, just taking parts of the country and saying, we won't ever be like that. those New York value people or those Massachusetts liberals. You know what I'm talking about. Not out here in real America. They're real America, and we're what? We're the, we're the goddamn heartbeat of democracy. We're everything this country that actually makes this country great. Diversity, maybe. Yeah, I live in New York. The cities. That's why the, you have people gravitating towards the cities. They don't have to put up with your bullshit. In Montana, you know, ooh, gays or I don't want a, a trans. Let me see your pee pee. Fuckers. Let me see. What kind of pee pee you got? <gasps> I didn't say that. My God. Look at this crap. Lawrence Van Dyke 
is an American attorney and jurist serving as a United States judge of the U.S. Where is it? United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. Yeah, he was he was confirmed. <laughs> I did not say that. That you will treat if if confirmed that you would treat yeah, everybody's every lying. Who came before you with everybody's respect lying, but you with dignity. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Absolutely, Senator. I would not have on myself I, to be nominated for this position <laughs> if I did not think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will get to treat him with dignity. I'm going to treat him all, all the, uh, you know, the N words and the, uh, and the G words and the and the F words and the. I'm going to treat them all, all those losers and weirdos and scumbag liberals and all of them, all of those those uh, those gods refuse, you know. I'm going to treat them good. I'm going to treat them real good. Oh, you wait and see how good I'm going to treat them. Just like Newt Gingrich wants to treat children. Jesus Christ. These people are unbearable. It's the hypocrisy. Why don't you just be a fascist? Be who you are. But they don't have the courage, you know what I mean? They don't have the dignity, the self-respect. They don't have the respect for others to just come right out and say, you know what, we hate democracy. We're, we don't like it. You, that's what Putin says. They don't even have the, they don't have the courage of their master, Putin, their hero. It's incredible. Just come out and say it. Say, we don't want democracy because we think white men are the pinnacle of human existence. Period. End of sentence. We don't want to have any, any bitches. We don't want to have any, anybody who's not white. I mean, you could be a bitch, but you got to be a misogynist. You got to be a bigger misogynist than the rest of us. Than the rest of us friggin' uh, con men, clowns, goddamn clowns. Uh, don't they? I mean, it's just fucked up. A clown, clown show. Look at this clown show here. Oh, not the terror bus. I'm talking about Lawrence Van Dyke. What a clown. Oh, but he's lording over us now. I did not say that. Why then? I'm trying to find this article. Because I think it was, I don't know, the exact number. Let me see. Lawrence Van Dykes. Please become a patron. This is what, the perfect time. <laughs> Whatever. Oh. God help me. Let's see. Unfit. Let's see. Uh, colleagues. Yeah. Anti-gay judge is insulting his colleagues. This is from LGBT Nation. <laughs> He's insulting his colleagues and annoying everyone on the federal bench. What do you expect? That's what he did when he was not on the federal bench. That's the Republican mission 
annoy everyone. They're just trolls. That's all. They're walking, living, breathing, sucking trolls. Parasites, really. The Trump-appointed Ninth Circuit judge, court judge, Lawrence Van Dyke, broke down in tears during his confirmation hearing in 2019 when he was confronted with his anti-LGBTQ past and his colleagues saying he was arrogant and lazy and ideologue and lacking in knowledge. Those are all selling points to the right wing. The Republican Senate at the time confirmed him. And now he is insulting, attacking, and generally annoying everyone, uh, all his peers, with his aggressive legal opinions. Guess what? Full of personal insults. See who they are? Oh, yeah, unity. Why don't we have unity? Why? Why can't Joe Biden unify us? Well, why can't we unify around the straight-acting white male power structure, huh? Can't we all just get along and understand that white men are in charge and shut the F up, everybody else? White, rich men who are unfit. It doesn't matter if they're unfit or fit. They are in charge. And just, you better shut your, your bitch mouth. Nobody wants to hear it. Oh, well, go vote. (laughs) The Republican Senate at the time confirmed him. Okay, well, yes, his aggressive legal opinions filled with personal insults. For example, see, this isn't like every other, well, the corporate media. We don't say his legal opinions are filled with personal insults and, and don't have any examples, okay? For example, he wrote a three-judge panel. He wrote for a three-judge panel in a case where a gun rights group argued that a country's COVID restrictions violated the Second Amendment because people couldn't go out and buy guns. Ugh. Then he wrote a concurring opinion to disagree with his own majority opinion, saying that the other judges who weren't on the panel would disagree with him. Cuckoo. I'm not a prophet. This is from him. But since this panel just enforced the Second Amendment, and this is the Ninth Circuit, not the one, two, three, four, five. See, I got, I can count. Oh, wait. Oops. He wrote... Um, and this is the Ninth Circuit. This ruling will almost certainly face an appeal to the full court, he wrote, to better explain the reasonings and, and assumptions, this is him talking now, behind this type of analysis, my alternative draft will, <laughs> below, will contain footnotes that, er, that offer further elaboration. Think of them as thought bubbles. That's what he wrote. Okay. The path is well worn and in a few easy steps, any firearm regulation, no matter how draconic can, I mean, what is that? Draconian. And he wrote, he spelled it wrong. That's why it's like draconic. It's not a draconic. You freak. This is an educated man. It doesn't matter. You could put a, you could put any Republican in 
in, the, in an institution of higher learning, and they will still come out not knowing how to spell. They won't know how to, they won't even, I mean, don't you have spell check? Y-O-U-R, right? Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. They don't, they haven't mastered that with all of their education. That, you know why? Because they're intellectually incurious. That's it. They never read. They haven't read. Half of these assholes have people take their tests for them. Like Trump. He never took a test. They only want the accolades. They don't want to do the work. That's why, I mean, I was watching, what the hell, that show, it's on HBO about, oh no, is it on HBO or Showtime? I don't remember. About Bill Cosby. We need to talk about Bill Cosby. It was good. And it's infuriating, of course. Went on, he raped women for 50 years. And people just kept giving him sitcoms. And he kept walking around like the public scold. But one of the things that struck me, it reminded me of the Republicans and just the sickness of them. And, the, and of course, Bill Cosby is not a white. He doesn't have dark. I mean, he has darker pigment. But he... He really framed himself as the good white, I mean, as the good person with darker pigment, you know, the alternative to Dick Gregory. He wasn't going to make Whitey uncomfortable. That's why he was accepted by Whitey. So he wasn't going to hold a mirror up and say, this is the problem. He was going to say, uh, buy some jello pudding or whatever the hell. But one thing he supposedly he became a big um education became his big thing he wanted of course fat albert i i loved fat albert i grew up on fat albert and so he was offered he he got an honorary degree but then he went to school i'm i'm just trying to remember from the show i'm not a bill cosby scholar but he went he went to school and he did finally he he went and went to uh get his own degree supposedly and according to the writers on his show uh, he didn't do a damn thing and according to the teachers it said he never came to class he never he just went through the motion he went he picked up his degree he had other people take the test. He had he had other people write his dissertation. And the writers on his show said, he didn't write his dissertation, we did. So, who's lying? The rapist? Or um, the people who really have nothing to gain? This is, oh God, but that's who they are. You know what I mean? These, these people, of course, Bill Cosby is not, he doesn't have uh, pigment like me, but he's still rich and part of that, you know, he's, he's elevating the white power structure. I mean, he really, he was also used by the Republicans, scolding others, especially, um, with his bullshit, um, spreading that, Know, the that racist fallacy that uh, the the problem in um, 
communities of of who have darker pigment and are you know not as uh, wealthy as these as Lawrence Van Dyke the problem is they don't have fathers or they're lazy and they don't pull up their pants and shit like that it's not the system of course not it's not the you know 600 years or 400 whatever it might be of oh, 400 years of oppression and beyond it's not that it's not the racist ass system it's because people don't pull up their pants and they loved bill cosby the republicans they and then they cut to some clips of uh what's his name romney quoting say bill cosby is great he when he said i want to thank bill cosby for pointing it out that People just don't... Ha- the whole family is falling apart in the inner city, quote-unquote. And it's just another... It's another... Um, it's just another way that these rich assholes remain in power and keep people down. Don't look at the system. Look at... Look at somebody who doesn't have their pants up. There's, a, there's some kind of fashion that we don't like, we don't understand... That's their problem. That's the problem. It's not the whole country. You know, it's like, I love America. We're the greatest country ever. Anyway. I guess, if, if another thing, if you want to say, what do you love about America? Um, the potential? Yeah, I love that. I love the potential of being a democratic republic, a multiracial democratic republic that works for everybody, you know, that's not a, that's something, but it's certainly not actualized. So, okay, um, back to the asshole, he, Lawrence Van Dyke writing opinions that he says, think of them as thought bubbles. He's, he's arguing with himself and punctuating it with thought bubbles that have no no precedent or any relation to legal jurisprudence. The path is well-worn, and in a few easy steps, any firearm regulation, no matter how draconic, and they write, you know, sick, can earn this circuit stamp of approval. He's He can't even spell things correctly. He can't even, it's not even a spelling. He made up a word that a lot of people make a lot of people do that when they don't read like irregardless republicans say that because they don't they don't read books they don't there's no word irregardless am i right (laughs) there's another word am i thinking of the right word see now i'm checking i'm not irregardless what's the other one not irregardless they always say Maybe somebody on the chat. Not eerie. It's something like that. What is the word that they always say? Let me say, is not a word. And it really annoys me. Now I can't think of it. Why should I? Why should I think of things that annoy me? There's so many things in there that that annoy me. Not the. What's the other one? Is that it? Wait, hold on.
Hmm. Well, maybe that is the word. It says, yes, uh, many people find irregardless. It is. I was right. I only got thrown off because when I looked it up, it came up on Google. And it said, but it does have like a little uh, asterisk. It says, many people find irregardless to be a nonsensical word as the IR prefix usually functions to indicate negation. However, in this case, it appears to function as an intensifier. So it's just a made-up word. But anyway, any it's just whatever. Sure, I think there's another word. I can't think of it, but whatever. Thinking of many other things. And before I continue, what the hell? That is it. Yes, haiku. Yes, Tara, and that's not a word. That's why I was confused. Because when you look it up, you'll see. It comes up and uh, on Google like it's a word. But it has a little qualifier saying, no, it's really not a word. <laughs> but people use it. Maybe it'll be a word one day. That's how words happen. But I want to say thank you, JLJ for your super chat and thank you Errol Thomas for your super chat any reason why republic clowns keep losing their touch with reality well in order to lose it you gotta have it right and thank you Pookie's mama Irene every day that goes by is one day closer to oh TFG getting arrested who's that What's that? I hope so. TFG. Trump. What? Trump crime family? No, that's not Trump. What? Trump family of grifters? That'll work. Oh, I hope. That's going to be a good day. Oh, my God. I want to wake up and see that. Won't that be great? That's fabulous. It's a fabulous day in America. Then I'll say, I love. America. Well, we'll find. We'll see. Let's not get too crazy. <clears throat> so Van Dyke was a former solicitor, solicitor general of Nevada and Montana before Trump nominated him to be one of the most powerful judges in the country. <laughs> God. After the Supreme Court justices, the American Bar Association opposed his confirmation, writing that his colleagues said. He was arrogant, lazy, an ideologue, lacking in knowledge uh, of day-to-day -day practice, including procedural rules. Yeah, like Amy Coney, a a Amy COVID, and uh, Brett. I like beer. Can you imagine? Let me ask you if any of Joe Biden's potential nominee or the nominee, eventual nominee, if she'll get up there and say, "I like beer." She should really. I hope she does. I really hope she does. To point out, it will just highlight how how ridiculous Republicans are. I like tell her I like beer and then cry, start crying. And let me we'll check back in and see if Republicans confirm her. Oh, cry. I like beer and be labeled unfit by the American Bar Association. Let's see if Republicans are, are cool with that. Uh, 
I know they won't be. She's got darker pigment. So they also pointed out that Van Dyke might not be fair to persons who are gay, lesbian, or otherwise part of the LGBT community because he refused to even say that he would be fair to any litigant before him, notably members of the LGBTQ community. This is in their letter. They cited his writings in the past where he said that gay rights can't trump religious liberty. Yeah. We live in a theocracy. In, a re- in religious exemption cases, and he also said he was so happy to help anti-gay, anti-LGBTQ college club get funding from, the, from a university, a Christian club, and the, uh, that later lost its case. He previously did pro bono work for anti-LGBTQ hate groups, He's a real good person, apparently, who thinks that everyone was born uh, dignity, dignity, except him and the rest of the Republicans. But look at him. Look at him. They the answer. I mean, the question that this fascist Harley asked him was, will you be can you uh, um, can you confirm or whatever can you assure us that you'll be fair to members of the lgbtq community because you know how how uh, republicans are all about fairness for all especially minority groups but then he started to cry that's what you do that's what i used to do when i was a baby you know did you paint this wall? What did you did you write on this wall? <sighs> I didn't do it. You are I believe that all walls should be treated with dignity. All walls were created in the image of Trump's wall. Members of the LGBT community? Senator, I that was um and must be treated with that dignity. That was the part of the letter. What letter? What part? Let's read it. That was the part of the letter where they used your actual words and actions to uh, validate your inherent bigotry. <laughs> that was the part of the letter. What do I do? What do I do? What do I say? What do I do? What do I? Oh shit! I'm caught out here. What do I do? Oh my god! Do I scream? Pound the table? Do I shit my pants and say, "Excuse me, I I I just took a dumpy in my diapy." And no 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 no. I'm a grown man. I'm a grown white man. Wait wait wait. Do I? Do I blame uh, her dress? Look what she was wearing. I mean, no, 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 that's not this one. Um, do I say um, just teaching them the dignity of work? Or uh, I get, oh, let me uh, cry. That's it. That's it. Cry. They said, he settled on cry. It went through his brain, whatever those cobwebs are. I <laughs> I'm not supposed to be crying in my interview that's being televised on C-SPAN for this lifetime appointment to the federal bench where I'll be deciding life and death decisions over the American people that I hate. 
Oh, I did not say that. I do not believe I, that. You didn't say it, really. So everybody's lying. It's fake news. They oh, they just didn't like you for whatever reason. You you really think that anybody um, would that all these people would get together and write this letter and put their names on it? Unlike the fascists on the Supreme Court who don't put their names on anything anymore because they're they don't give a shit. There's it's like here, here uh, assholes. I'm your I'm your boss, I'm your overlord. And as long as idiots think that they're free because they can do a Nazi salute, but yeah, they all sign their names to it. What what do they get out of it? What is their benefit? So I mean if anything, it could hurt their careers if this asshole wants to retaliate. But they put their names on a letter that wasn't anonymous, like every like the idiots in the Trump, so the the, the fake less vote getting Trump administration when they're like, I'm inside, I'm inside the house here, and I'm I'm stopping, I'm stopping this shit from happening. Uh, signed anonymous. Nobody puts their names because they're cowards, inherent cowards. That's why. He can't, he, he doesn't want his own words. He can't be truthful about the, his own words, his opinions that are in writing, and his actions. I mean, your actions are there. We know it. What the hell is that? Something's beeping. Opening a bomb. Um, let's see. He and what's this pro bono work for anti LGBTQ hate group called Alliance Defending Freedom? What is that? Can you explain that shit? <laughs> I did not do that. I mean, I did it, but I believe that everyone is created in the image of God, and that's why these filthy, filthy gays are they are, um. They're, they're not like me. I'm a white man. I'm straight acting. Look, look at me. Why can't they just be my, like me? Why do they have to be so tempting? Walking around, out, being married, not letting me, my bigotry, stop them from loving each other. It never, it was never good. I could, my hate could never stop their love. What do I do? Uh, and now I'm I'm tempted. I want to be a white. I want to be straight. I want to be a straight white. I'm a white, but how come I can't be straight? <laughs> That's what he. I mean, somebody who is this anti-gay is a closet case. All right. That's what I feel. Especially this when he. I mean, he's a closet case. Why do you care? What What's your problem? Oh, your sky spook said hate. I see. You have a very sick sky spook. He's as sick as you are. That's what's so funny. He's sick. It's a fundamental belief that all people are created in the image of God. Get out of here. I would not allow myself to be nominated if I did not think I could do that. 
But in a case about virtual a virtual ban on high capacity magazine he magazines he dissented from the court's opinion and whined about it the majority of our court distrusts gun owners and thinks the second amendment is a vestal vestigial organ of their living constitution whatever you're whatever honey whatever whatever girl he then wrote that mass shootings are rare, are too rare to care about, and said that his colleagues can't understand why people would want weapons capable of conducting a mass shooting because federal judges have armed security protecting their workplace, home security systems, supplied at taxpayer expense, and the ability to call an armed marshal. Oh, it's hypocrisy. And everybody else is living in Mad Max world. That's the world they want for us. They want us out here like, you know, what are you, uh, mom, is it my turn to stand sentry tonight? That's what they want. They don't want a civilization. They want, they want us all to be out here fighting amongst each other so they can steal. Let's see. Judge Andrew Hurwitz, another judge on the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, said that Van Dyke's language is no more appropriate than would be a statement by the majority that today's dissenters are willing to rewrite the Constitution because of their personal infatuation with firearms. He pointed out that a judge in the Ninth Cir Circuit actually died in a mass shooting and that Van Dyke's insults neither advances our discourse nor gives intellectual support to the legal positions argued by my respected dissenting colleagues. See, this is what they do. Devolve. Uh, an unfit, pasty-faced white boy devolves into personal insults instead of doing his job. But you get it? That's the Republicans. That's their job. They think their job is to be like, uh, you know, Triumph the Insult comic dog, but except Triumph is talented and funny, and they're just sad and scary and stupid. All right, guys, it's almost midnight. We did another marathon. I want to thank you. We have more to talk about. I just, I'm losing my voice, and I need to, I feel, uh, I need to shut it. <laughs> I need to shut my trap a little bit. But this is a perfect time right now for you to become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin or and or well and or um, give the show a good review, share the show with your friend. I mean, one of these days I'm going to say these things. I'm just going to start banging my head on the table and I'm going to shut it. I'm just going to shut the computer down and walk away. <laughs> and when you see that happen you know the show's over for good. But hopefully that won't be today, tomorrow, or any other day. But we'll see. We'll see how much I can take. Anyway, um, guys, 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 thanks for hanging out. I don't know what I'd do without you. I'm just kidding. I'd be worse, probably. But it is frustrating. Oh, whatever. I'll talk about it with my shrink. And... Listen, listen. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a show tomorrow. I don't know. See how my throat feels. I might look a little better. Look at this. 
Listen, the producer. Look at him. Look at this producer. Hi, honey. <laughs> Hi, baby. Hi, producer. He looks sad now, doesn't he? He's going to feel better in a minute. Pookie's mom, Irene, says, please upload the show. I I missed it. I will. I will. I'll upload it to to SoundCloud. Then I'll go to iTunes, Stitcher, and all that. Just got to give me a minute, man. Oh, you're very nice. JL's a J says, you got a haircut, huh? It looks great. That's nice. I did. I did. All right. You vote yes for a show tomorrow. Pookie's mom, Irene. All right. Well, that's one vote. Um, we'll see. I think so. I'll try. I'll try. I'm, I need to take some Dayquil. I don't have any Nyquil. It's not good for my my addiction, my addict brain. I was told. I don't know. I have Dayquil, and I I'm gonna take some. I'm going to take some. I'm going to lay down. Me, my cats, and my fibromyalgia are going to lay down. And I have to, I don't know. I'm not going to watch any corporate media. Usually after the show, I'm just worn out. I go and I try to find a show or something that wasn't written or doesn't take place in this time. <laughs> anything. Anything. Shadow Star Ace votes for a show tomorrow. That's two. All right. I think the producer would like a show. I want to do as many shows as possible. So maybe, yeah. I try. Uh, guys, you don't even know. That's what, just ask Robin. Robin Kincaid. We were talking. I told you we were all, we were bitching with each other about life and shit. And the show and whatever technical problems and she was saying people don't know they don't even realize what goes into it they don't i don't know it's it is it is it is what it is all right honey all right you hear him he wants to go all right guys we will and richard w votes for a show all right that's like oh terry taylor Oh shit, that's five. All right, well, I will try. I will try. Errol Thomas. <laughs> as long as you all show up. <laughs> and here comes Junior. Get up here, you mommy. Come on on. Come on, mama. It's a boy, he doesn't. He's named Tara anyway. I call everybody mommy. <laughs> yes, mama. You're a good boy. But... We will win. Right? Right, honey? Oh, look at that. He's oh. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? We will win. Power do, Mo Show. How's Robin doing? She's doing great. Yeah, one day at a time. I can't, it's amazing. As, what did Hannibal Lecter say? Chrysalis. Poopar into chrysalis. That's her. Not that, you know, whatever. Hannibal Lecter. I don't know why. I guess the, the thing just went blurry. Because I zoomed in on Junior. It's alright. 
We will win. That's right. You will win. You already win. You win every day. Every day is a win with you. We will win. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we're on the right side of history, Junior. We're on the right side of what? Decency. See this? <laughs> Decency, dignity, and democracy. Thanks, guys, so much for keeping me sane and for all your super chats, your support, your patronage, and your love. I can't do it without you, and God damn it, I wouldn't want to. So, we're on the right side of history. You know it. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. And uh, I hope to see you tomorrow. I love you. Thank you. I'll see you tomorrow night. <laughs> hey, stop, Mama. <laughs>